0: A.J., Hoffman, not at work. <sighs> we thought it was, we heard stories. In fact, read, Scott, read the text from yesterday. Talk about histrionics. Now, Fez infected everyone. We call him Ty Ford Mary at this point. Yep. I've been down for nine days. He's been, like, out two weeks and still crying about it. But A.J., he felt left out. Says. This, this is the text
1: we got yesterday. Quote, Welp. Literally pulled over on the freeway to puke on the way home. I'm gonna say I'm plus 500 to make it in tomorrow.
0: And then did he say something about, I think a friend of mine is gonna buy cigarettes for us?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, I believed him. I did. What? Now, I'm not like a litigator, but this is one of the most well written. Yeah. Yeah. text like, It's not like, like he's wiping puke from his mouth. Right. Whereas, like the text I sent RJ is, I'm fucking sick. But that. I hope but, I'm gonna. I, I, it I, sounds I'll, like you I'll, thought I'll, that through. I'll get back. To, I'll get back to you in five hours if I'm still alive. Like with full for, yeah. form from microphone It seems like mis- he maybe he had words. a yeah. PR agent right there. This that. looks like it's been drafted, edited, and gone through a couple rewrites. Right. The, this is this is beautiful.
1: In the criminal justice system. The people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The police who investigate crime and the district attorneys who prosecute the offenders. No justice, no peace.
0: I I will say this. If you don't show up, you you don't get any support. You don't get anyone representing you. There's no pro bono work here unless Mackenzie wants to get in the middle of this. Here's the thing. I believed them. Maybe I'm naive. Some would call me naive. A cockeyed optimist. (laughs) Oh, Seinfeld for you there. Is then we heard his pick. He sounded like he was ready to run a marathon. <laughs> it's like his voice had the perfect timbre. It's like he hadn't coughed in weeks. Just puked. I yeah. think he might have went and had a. I think he flew to Germany and had the red blood cell platelets done because he sounds as good as I've ever heard him what, sound. What's
2: the, I, I've got a picture coming on Twitter from a guy. Just saw AJ Hoffman, renowned handicapper at the Rhino, <laughs> making new friends. No, no, he's at the, he's at the hippo. He's just, <laughs> the hippo. The purple hippo, right? <laughs> yeah, something I, like that.
0: I says, I've heard there's something <laughs> yeah. like that out there. All right, all I'm going to say is this. You're thinking RJ's making it fun as he usually does. You are fun, RJ. Yeah. Okay. You listen when he does his. Because I, I did not say a word about this. Mm-hmm. Did, did I even say off air, I bet AJ's sick? Nothing. Or not sick? Nothing. No. no. And then what happened as soon as I
1: heard it? You heard AJ's pre recorded. But he didn't record band. it last week. No, he recorded it tonight.
0: He, he was in a state where he was unable to make it to the pod. Correct. And he sounded Incapacitated. like... Incapacitated. And he sounded like JFK the night he debated Nixon. He,
1: he sounded better than Obama. I mean... Quite the I, orator.
0: I mean, it, he was enunciating his words. He didn't even pronounce anyone's name, which is like 50% of the time.
1: We're going to get to the bottom of it. Are you covering this on SOVAM? Yeah, we will detail this. I'm going to get an exclusive interview... With one you, A.J. off. You may, or you may not. <laughs> I mean, isn't
0: it? I do think that's something, and then we'll move on. I do think that's something you got to consider. If he can't get on air with you, he's hot. You know how it is when you used to come home drunk, I'm sure, right? You drank before. Sure. Yeah. You never wanted to have a conversation with your parents. No. No matter what they said, you were like, your eyes were averted. Mm-hmm. You were turning the way towards your door, no matter what. They came, hey, we got your car. It's like, see you tomorrow. Yeah. If he acts like that, I mean, I don't want to make a big deal about it, but guilty. And now the question is, how many do we dock him? Like 10k, just boom, for lying. Not because you missed it, because you're lying. I don't know. I'm gonna let you decide that. Actually, okay. If if he should get docked, I will. Mackenzie will decide how much. (laughs) Mackenzie, you get all of it. Oh, okay. Now, that would be interesting. That changes the calculus. Now, but see, that would be interesting. What would you do? Let's say we knew he was lying. All right, we proved it. He admitted mm-hmm. it. I broke down. I, my record was so good, I couldn't stand the pressure. And then I gave Faz this last point here. If we gave Mackenzie the right to fine AJ up to $10,000 for, for, let's say, hypothetically lying, and he got to keep the money, every penny... How much would he fine him?
2: Oh, Mackenzie gets to keep the money.
0: Yes, but he has to work hereafter with AJ, the professional MMA McKenzie,
2: fighter. Uh, Mackenzie doesn't care about money, and he's easily— he cares about and money. And he's easily intimidated by those who can beat him up.
0: Well, that sounds like smart thinking.
2: Yeah. Somehow I'm not smart like that. I want to disclose I'm afraid of AJ. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, you weren't afraid of Bernie Fratto, and you, sh- you should have been. Well, yeah. <laughs>
2: You ever hear that story? No, Bernie still wants to box me. Every every year I become I, Fez, Fez, less of Ber- an underdog. Bernie was fighting like at sixty
0: two, like mm-hmm. like real fights. Mm-hmm. He had a neck like a like a um what would you call it? What, what the uh, people who put firemen put the hose in like a fire hydrant. Yeah. He had a neck like a fire hydrant. And we were talking about it like three years ago. AJ goes or um. He goes, I can take Bernie, like, (laughs) off air. I go, you're freaking nuts. He goes, no, no, I can take him. Like, a week later, Bernie comes walking in. I don't know if he just came from the gym. He had a towel around his neck. He was, like, walking like he was the first primate that ever stood up where like, he was hunched over he wanted like, to throw down right like, down his and there. arms but he didn't even hear about what you said mm. his arms were like touching his feet <laughs> and he just came walking in and I just looked at go you I I didn't even make contact. I go you're crazy like,
2: <laughs> right or wrong. Spot on it, 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 it to use a line from like Rocky like Rocky II or <laughs> Apollo Creed. I felt like like Apollo Creed's trainers, is like, we don't need that kind of trouble, brother. <laughs> yeah. We can find easier pastors. The All man's right. going to keep coming. <laughs>
0: All right. We got a great offer. We're going to do it in 38 seconds. 50 gets you $100, bulk dollars. Now, I don't do the math in my head typically, but that's double. Typically, bulk dollars are a great deal. You spend a little, you put a little commitment up. So two best bets, right? Twenty-five, Two packages, let's say. You get four packages for two. Never expire. Never. You mean even like two years from now? Never. Like, for example, your Super Bowl prop package it swept the nation. Land. I mean, it really did. It's like you're like 70% over like eight years. Yes. You could just buy this, hold back enough money, and get that at this half price effectively. Yes. I agree. 50 gets you 100. What coupon code do you need? You don't need one. Just go to pregame.com. It's only this weekend, though. This only We only do this deal like a couple times a year. Load up. You can get five of them if you want. But get one if you buy picks. If you don't, well, listen to more free stuff.
2: Is this, is this unlimited? They can get 20 of them? Yeah. So if they're going to buy my annual package next football season and they want to get 50% off, all they got to do is buy six of these and they're done. Last
0: week, we had, like, a shocking number of people come in for the annual.
1: Oh,
2: really? Yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah, they love that. Uh, uh, leap year. The leap year, yeah. yeah I so I, I, I appreciate our audience. Listen, we never want you to buy something you don't want. Like, never. If you don't want, even if you feel like you owe us something, which you probably do. If you do, tell a friend. Tell someone. Tweet it out, you know? That's the way to thank us. But if you see the value with Fez, with AJ, who's red hot though he's in abstention, Scott, etc., McKenzie, Dave, Co- or <laughs> Dave Esler, formerly Dave Kogan, nice guy. He knows baseball. Dave Kogan. Um, let's think about this a second. Good fella. Just go down the list. We got that soccer guy. How would he finish things? He had a good season. He had yeah. a real good season. That sounds like he didn't do well in the World Cup. Didn't have a good final. See? Didn't win the final. But the final itself, but how about the whole World
3: Cup? Oh, he had a great World Cup.
0: Well, who cares? Then why wouldn't you make that the point? Who cares about one game?
3: 40 games above 500 this season in European soccer. Griffin Warner, check him out. It's pretty good. Play that music.
0: That's pretty good. <laughs> dun dun. Why? <laughs> I don't know. You just like it. Just
1: like it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, boys. Fifty get you or gals. Fifty get you hundred. Enjoy the pod's pretty darn good. Fez and I had a little extemporaneous exchange. Might have been the best part of the pod. Scott had trouble talking at certain points. Are you going to do something about that? Now that we got you on, I can quiz you on it in a minute. Like you are one of the most loquacious. You have one of the best deliveries. I mm-hmm. mean, like I. That's again. I was impressed and am impressed. You can do solo shows. You used to do three hours a night, uh, NBC. Overnight, you did, what, four? Yeah. When you do a handicap, you sound like it's the first time you've ever been in front of a mic. What's that about?
1: Just trying to
2: hammer points on him.
0: What do you think, Fed? It doesn't sound like as good as he is, does it?
2: It's because he's concerned that he's going to be mic. Micromanaged on every one of his points, and so he's thinking to himself, "Oh, is RJ going to like this point, or well, maybe RJ is not going to like this point? But, uh, maybe but, I shouldn't. I pres- should present it differently. You feel,
0: do you feel micromanaged, or is this a
2: Socratic? I mean, what is the biggest compliment we get?" <coughs> That you question, yeah. they you don't give us the golf clap. They, yeah. People hate the fucking golf clap. Like like all these other shows, guys. Like well. oh, I think I th- I think Northwestern can 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 beat Gonzaga in this basketball game. Well that's a great point. Excellent, could, excellent could point. Could be. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, and people, like, the number one thing, thank God RJ's there to, like, tell Fezzik when he's full of it well, on no, certain or Well, maybe, uh, here's yes. the thing.
0: Sometimes you're wrong, sometimes I'm yes. wrong. But most of the time, if I disagree with you, there's both. There's at least two sides to it. To me, that discussion is the point. Yes. Right? And I love that. And, I mean, sometimes it gets heated. Like, I, I think the most heat I ever got with you was the Steeler stuff when you had him like 31st. I go, are you
2: freaking it right? out of it? your goddamn budget. I couldn't believe it.
0: And it looked like you were right for a while, mm. but you weren't.
2: But I've got. But, but I will say I've got. i gotten better with sometimes. Like I'll I'll start out and you don't you don't let me finish because you like you think you of what I'm gonna say and I do the same with you. Huh? But you think I'm gonna say something. I'm like I'm like RJ. Okay. Let me finish. I've, I've, I've been good. I, but I, you notice I only do that when I've really got a solid point ready to go. Ooh, I don't when do it's obvious when, right. when it's not a... when you're right. I just let you do it. But but every now and then, I'm like let let me finish. Yes.
0: So I like that, I, Scott. I hope you appreciate when I mean, we we. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't have like the junior tees, right? If you because someone might say, hey, that guy's with RJ, he's with Feds, he gotta know his stuff. You do. And if I was not your strongest, I mean college football, you would be the same with me in some way. Certainly with the players or
1: the formation. You wanna talk hockey? Let's do it for hours.
0: <laughs> well, let's be honest, I did let you talk hockey on SOV on Fox. <laughs> I let him go about 90 seconds without saying anything. Then I said so, you speak of a puck. What exactly do you mean by this? <laughs> it's like you got to
2: get down on the canes here. And I'm like, 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 it's supposed to be hockey. <laughs> what do you mean, Miami Hurricane?
0: 50 gets you 100. Here comes the show. I think Scott does, I think you're inside. Listen, your best bets are good. Nine and six, right? Mm-hmm. But you disagree with Faz with your four and five, let off the show with a yeah. disagreement. Don't miss Crossfire. it. Crossfire. Talk to you soon.
1: Executive producer Dick Wolf.
0: Week 16, and someone is red hot. Red hot. But he's got a red sore throat. AJ out. Boy, the 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 uh illness has been rampaging through, rampaging through Vegas. Let's let's talk about Fez a little bit. He's here to my right. Scott Seinberg to my left. I'm RJ Bell. Let's do a little deductive reasoning, Scott. Mm-hmm. Fez calls off last Monday, I think it was, right? And says, I'm sick. I'm so sick. I'm so sick. Sick, sick, sick. We're like, whoa he's sick. I thought back eight years, he's probably missed maybe 12, 14 weeks. It's like really a good number, right? I'm thinking, hey, he's sick. He'll be back Wednesday. Come Wednesday... I got a sore throat. Like, I couldn't, I, I mean, there was one night I couldn't, like, I couldn't swallow. It, every time I swallowed, I grimaced. I went, like, you know, like, did a little shake. Strip the caucus. I think, <laughs> now, I figure, Faz has got to be ready by now. He's been sick. He's Because
2: when did you get sick? Friday, you said, right? I got sick on Saturday night. Okay. And specifically, like, I took a nap. I did, um, and I woke up at 9.01 p.m. All right. Okay. Which is one minute after the deadline for the to put in your picks on the app on the Westgate app. Okay. I didn't want to bother McKenzie, so I just I just hopped in my car and put in my plays. What do you
0: mean bother? He's down there anyway. I know,
2: I know. So I so I drove down there and then driving home, I really started to feel like crap. So Saturday night, like so
0: did you give eight, him a big hug so he could get sick? <laughs> yeah, I did not see him. The office got sick. <laughs>
4: <laughs> All
2: right. So
0: Saturday night he gets sick. Monday he's still sick. Now, what's the odds on Wednesday he's still going to be sick? It's it's small. AJ goes, Fez can't make it. I go, what? He goes, he went to the doctor. I go, okay, let's see the note. But anyway, we figured he was sick. Okay. I was sick at this point, bad. But I said, I hey, listen, I got to do it. I came in, and I think AJ now has a feeling of the Herculean effort it took with his illness.
1: Yes, because uh, it's been it's spread around the entire organization here. Uh, AJ is the last one to get it. Here's
0: the question: or the I told one. Fez jokingly by text. At least we know who's to blame. Yes, because he's first, day, like three days ahead. And he comes back and goes, I don't believe that to be the case.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's no. doing contact tracing yeah. and everything. I mean, yes. What's
0: your rationale, Faz? Everyone
2: gets sick for the first time, like in two years, and you are down for 10 days. Well, the last, because you guys saw me on Wednesday, yeah. and then I didn't have any symptoms until Saturday night. But that's
0: how it goes, they say. Is usually by the time you start showing symptoms, you're pretty much not even contagious anymore. There's some weird thing yeah. where you had it a couple days before you didn't know it. I it's think certain-
1: Monday was the day that you infected everyone. The Monday prior to when you started getting sick.
2: Would be the Wednesday, the Wednesday. Or Maybe right? both. I, 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 I can hit them with two. It see it, it. It doesn't seem viable that I could be contagious on Wednesday and not have symptoms till Saturday night, but it's certainly possible. I actually, it's I possible mean, for someone.
0: Yes. I mean, you were an honorary COVID researcher, weren't you?
2: Yes. So you, you don't know about but incubation period. Well, I've been te- I've been testing for COVID, and I'm like, but no, I. If you don't have any symptoms on, it wouldn't be COVID. You wouldn't be able to spread. This COVID. was
0: worse than COVID. This,
2: was it? That I for me mm. for me because I've I mean, been testing and I'm negative on covid. But so what I'm, I'm saying,
1: is you get t- like could, was this like that RSV thing that's going around now? Is that what Is you that had? really bad? That's what that's yeah, like is yes, that it,
2: respiratory like yeah. so we're coughing stuff up yeah. from the that's lungs. What and I, that's what it's not clear. That's yeah. what I had. You probably oh, had this RSV thing, yeah.
0: Oh my god, it was horrible because I don't have phlegm typically. That's that, I'm typhoid Mary
2: <laughs> Or or it's just going around and everybody's
1: catching uh-huh.
0: it. All right. But but at one point I looked, I mean I I went, "Oh my god, it was it looked like an alien from outer space was going to emerge from it.
1: Now, now I know AJ's not here because he is down for the count. He he was bad last he, night. He's got weak immunity. Yeah, I, but I would say for me. I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm feeling it too. Except the difference is. Well, I mean, I got a strong immune system, but I've been I've been medicating since last Thursday as a preemptive measure. And
0: is it true? <laughs> is it true? Steroids actually makes you have better immunity.
1: Who knows? It's got to, well, you, steroids are good either, for this. Either that or all yeah, the extra testosterone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, do you shoot it in your butt, or how do you do it with the no, testosterone? Orally.
1: Oh, orally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Yeah. Now we got that over with. Let's get <laughs> let's get to the action. Now, luckily, we got AJ who. The guy's red hot. I mean, I think he was scared of how hard he is. And his five stars, 11 and four. And his four stars, 11 and four. Amazingly, in his three, st- or in his three stars, 10 and four. I don't know how that happens. There's no push yet. <laughs> but, okay, fair enough. And then he's, you know, seven and six and nine and five. So he's 48 and 23, Fez. Now, a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, he had some good numbers. You were skeptical.
2: I'm always skeptical because it's so hard to Short-term win. Short-term sample, exactly.
0: So you said I'm going to put the over under for the rest of the tournament or the rest of the year, regular season. I'm going to put it at fifty point one percent. You said
2: fifty-two point six.
0: But you made it where it was effectively fifty point well, one. Well, I didn't.
2: But I didn't think it that far. <laughs> oh so yeah, 15, t- Sample size of fifteen. Yes. So I, I, I got a feeling. Well, that what what has he got in the last two weeks? Like seven and three or eight and two.
0: No, no, he's 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 been perfect. Yeah, right? six
3: and oh. Six
0: and out. Oh. <laughs>
3: because the bet's only on the first three. The, oh, it's oh, on the first oh, three. Oh, oh, okay. So the five, four, and three oh, is okay. what we did the bet on. Oh,
2: well, then I'm 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 dead man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he and, needs two wins. Oh, he was strutting around. Like, oh, that's
0: what he said. He already had it calculated. Okay. But I gotta tell you,
2: thank God he didn't action point
0: when, when when he put up that number. We, looked over, we all looked over at AJ, and he kind of crouched a little lower in his seat. He goes, I, I, I got enough pressure on me, like that. And then all of a sudden, Scott goes, Spot on I'll, impression. I'll bet him. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? I'll bet him. Boom, button goes flying. So the beauty is he's not getting a dollar. I'm not taking him to lunch because he was too scared to back himself. But I, I, I tell you this, for the, I'm going to make an official announcement. For the first time ever. I'm going to consider AJ's NFL picks for this weekend's card.
2: I think you damn well should. He's I, hitting 60 fucking I, 7%. You're the, one that
0: ju- you're the one that just bet $600 that he wasn't <laughs> going to be over 50. Exactly. So now, See? so don't See? act like we're so late to the party, buddy. We were back. This is then.
2: almost like a, 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 an underdog's pulling a big upset. It's like, it's like um, who beat Iowa today? Eastern Illinois. Well, Eastern Illinois is a 31 a half point dog, and they're like, they get up by seven and a half time. Who cares? They're going to lose. They're a 31 a half point dog. But then when there's five minutes to go and they're still up eight, you know what? Maybe they're actually good tonight.
0: And it might, it's usually going to be when uh, this is probably going to
2: be the kiss of death. Yeah. <laughs> but I will say this I did back
0: them with money.
2: So I'm Good just. Good thing could, you didn't back Iowa because if you risked $100 to win a dollar, you're out 100 tonight on Iowa.
0: 31. I tell you, this goes. Here's one of my bowl, probably
2: my only bowl. Look at that final. Yeah, really. <laughs> How's that happen? That's not Blowout. right. Is this college basketball? Eastern Illinois wins by doubles as a 31 and a half point Is this dog. college
0: basketball? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought it was bowls. I was like, college no. bowl. All right, here's my college bowl prediction, though. All right. Mm-hmm. And this is the best thing I can tell you about the bowls. You can use this if you want, Scott, with attribution. I know Fez was talking about the two points and then give attribution in both directions. How did, Is that how it starts? You give attribution when I'm here and not when I'm not?
2: See, that's one of RJ's favorite handicapping <laughs> tools. You add and subtract two from the I spread. Know. And if one of them makes sense and the other doesn't, that points you towards the right side. And
0: listen closely later in the show when RJ's conspicuously quiet, they recorded a few uh, games without me. Fez talks about that without saying it's the famous, uh, the, or, or the group of two, you called it, or something? Or the, the, the rule, rule of two? The rule of two. It's like the poker you rule of two and a, four. You think it. Let me see. You know gonna, what the poker rule is. I'm going to invent Seinfeld, but then say it's now called— Curb Enthusiasm. <laughs> no, no. It's going to be called Dumb or uh, Doobiefeld. It doesn't change the idea, dude, because you renamed
2: it. There you go. You know the poker rule two and four, of course, right? I don't think I do. What is it? Oh, it's it. it, it it's also four awesome. fours beat two twos. <laughs> if you, you you calculate your outs, okay? Okay, okay. All okay. right. So on a flush drop, you got nine outs, and mm-hmm. you're going to the river. Mm-hmm. You multiply your outs times two, so you got a nine times two. You got an eighteen percent chance to make the flush. If you got the 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 turn and the river coming, then you multiply by four, so you give thirty-six percent chance to make the flush. Not exactly correct. But yeah, because close once enough. you hit the
0: first card, I mean, I would just do the exact calculation. In my right,
2: head. but the multiply by two and four. The rules. <laughs> it's a nice. Tool that people use in poker players who pretend to be MIT Yale guys, but they're not.
0: Did you did you ever bring, are you talking about McKenzie?
2: I just threw out Because you
0: just beat him in poker.
2: I just threw out you. Boy,
0: that that sounded like we you weren't around for this one. And then we'll get to the games. Fez was really after Mackenzie for a long time. It was like he wanted to like make him quit, or it was like Fight Club in a weird mm. way. Would you agree with that? No. <laughs> he says as his, his lip curls up. Mackenzie, was he tough on you? No, Fez has always been great. Hmm. Uh, are you broadcasting from the moon? <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, he's at the. Moon. By the <laughs> way, the, the famous pregame poker challenge is available on YouTube. So check
0: oh, it out. Oh, okay. Here, so here's what happened, though, real quick. He he was so confident Mackenzie was like a, a fugazi. He wasn't really smart, okay. <laughs> and and I negotiated the deal. So they were gonna bet. It was a master for. I mean, like halfway through, Fez is going,
2: "I don't know how I can win this thing." He goes, "RJ, how do you remember this? It's like a soccer match where if it ends in a draw, I lose uh-huh. because there's a time limit." And it's, like, the way it is, like, I literally, like, have to win fast. So I have to so, play sub optimal Yeah, so the
1: two of you, you're playing heads-up poker, right? Yeah, yeah. but so, it,
0: it went on for, like, what, eight? It was the number of hands, right? It was the number of hands. It was set for eight hours. I think we played seven. Yeah, so it's called the Pre-Game Poker Challenge. Fezzik makes his move. So this is actually different episodes yeah. of this. Oh, look at this. Mackenzie, you looked young back here. What the hell? Happened? No, I'm joking oh look we got the tv i haven't seen this before who cut this all off? how many you guys would play for two hours and they cut it up like yeah like, yeah this was like the world series of poker the Stu hunger won in 97 had this level of quality look, look at he's worried now i got the lead and did i think they sped this up a little bit yeah. so like the so like when they would do that like the feds can't shuffle that fast
1: i think it might have been like 150 percent
0: i want to watch this yeah check it out
1: so uh, let me get this straight so so it was, I, I would imagine that not a lot of flops were seen, that this was just the full no, test. No,
0: because that's the thing. Once you saw, well, when you're heads up, you got to almost raise every hand.
1: Well, so you're the, well I, when I play heads up, it's either all in or, or nothing. No, we were
2: playing with a lot of big blinds,
1: though.
0: All in or nothing with a oh, full yeah. stack?
1: Yeah, we big We packs. should play. All in or nothing. We should play. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, just waiting for you to call. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but but here, here's the interesting thing. It was so bad that Fez was mother in the rules that he agreed to. And then I'm figuring, oh, I can't. I think I had a couple hundred on it. And then one day I, I know the game was going to start right after the show. Is like, that Fez dealing
1: from the bottom? Pull te- <laughs> like, the phone. It, it, why does he have a
0: mechanic?
4: Yeah, what is a why mechanic's does he have a mechanic?
1: Cr- <laughs> <laughs> Ca- caught a hanger, Sarge.
0: <laughs> hanger what? <laughs> All right. You gotta, I'm going to watch this tonight
2: maybe. Maybe Christmas Eve. You're, o- you're not going to be happy with how he played the final. Hand. Oh, I'm sure. Aces. <laughs> oh, he, aces. he got aces. I, he got his aces. cracked. Spoiler alert, guys. Well, did he get all the money in pre flop? No, he slow played them. Oh, and God. of course.
0: Yeah, I mean raise all the time, but when you finally get a hand, make sure you die. <laughs> trap them. <don't>. <laughs> would you have called the the? the would you call the, a decent raise?
2: I mean, it's all relative. Yeah, he I, 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 he I, was I think good. I, I. If
0: his standard raise, would you have
2: called there? I think I had garbage and I could flopped two pair if I recall no, correctly. Fine. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: All right. Let's get started. Best bet. And this is how we do it. We go best bets first because we, you know, let's be honest. Most people is going to listen to the end of the show. And if you don't want to, that's fine. Tune in every week just for the story at the beginning if you want, or the promo code at the very beginning. First up, though, five star best bet, Steve
1: Fezzik. New Orleans Saints, plus three at Cleveland. And we got a crossfire. Woo! This is a crossfire with me. It's my four weight on the Cleveland so Browns.
2: five versus four? Yeah. Five goes first. Friends. All right. So power ratings. That's where I always start. I have Cleveland one point better than the Saints. So I'm not going to give Cleveland two for home field. That leaves me a little bit short of three. So right off the bat, I make the game 2.75. So just a little bit of value.
0: So let us jump in with our power rating. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing now in... McKenzie had a good week. We made some big advances with our numbers. And what we got is a four uh, contributor composite, Kevin Cole, Football Outsiders, Neflo, and pregame's new proprietary EPA minus luck plus success rate. And our numbers are really tuning in now. What we got for Cleveland, Fez, is plus one and a half points. That's with no adjustment for Watson. Mm Mm-hmm. And which is probably appropriate at this point. <laughs> and we've got New Orleans a tenth of a point batter. So Cleveland 1.4 batter. So a little bit more than you. get to three. You. Yeah. yeah,
2: so you basically we're getting to three. So this is not power rating. So let's talk about Cleveland. Let's talk about their skill position players. So we've got Watson. I'm going to make the case. I thought Watson was going to be an upgrade for Cleveland. Oh, like five points. Yeah. Four mm-hmm. points. Significant. Significant. Well,
0: let's think about it. Where did you have Brissett? Minus two. Okay. Well, Watson was... Um, the, uh, the third or fourth third best quarterback his last so year. So he's like
2: playing. a plus two.
0: Is that how the uh, Hertz uh,
2: is a plus two. Yeah. Is, is, that's, that's is he the fifth. third best guy? Hertz is the fifth best guy.
0: All right. So that's called a plus three. So you're saying that would have been five points? Right? Yes,
2: but he hadn't played in six hundred. I agree. Days. I agree. Okay. So 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 yeah, we expect it to be like a two, two or three, two, yeah. two, three point upgrade. Watson, all right, first game, he was rusty. That's okay. He'll come around. I think he's, he was tight. He's not coming around. And and I got to tell you, like, I watched this Baltimore game really closely, all right? Um, and Cleveland got outplayed by Baltimore. Not badly. But Watson it's
4: just
2: – he looks all wrong. He looks Does like – Does he look
0: any better in game three than he did in game one? No.
2: No. not. And I think it's getting in his head as well. But you know what? I was thinking to myself – all right, Watson's been a big disappointment. I think Brissett's slightly better than Watson at this point. But I'm worried about the weather. It's going to be cold. All right, but, but let's finish that point. So,
0: at best, Cleveland's season number is their current number. At best. Okay.
2: And if anything, I've got them overrated by I half a saying, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I'm worried about the matchup because i got a dome team from the south, and they're going to the mistake on the lake. And it's going to be cold, and the wind's going to be 30 miles an hour, and the Cleveland rushing game its going to be a big advantage. But then I see that Chubb, who's awesome, and he's a mutter, he's a running back that's good in bad weather, is not close to 100%, didn't practice today, and that was the one factor that I was most concerned about in this game. With Chubb not being 100%, And it's, he can't carry the team. Watson certainly can't carry the team. This is going to be a field goal game, and I'm getting three. I'll take the Saints. First
0: question, you got a Chubb because of whose mother?
2: His he's mother a mutter. He's he's like a big, thick, fast guy. You know, and he's, that, he's in, good in bad weather.
0: And chop from that. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Um, Scott, you got the duty of the weather. Yeah. So give us the official report.
1: So what we're looking at right now is eight degrees with 27 mile per hour winds. But Ooh. the important thing here is the feels like temperature. So the fuel.
0: No, no, no. I don't think that's important thing. I think generally it would be Mm -hmm. that wind is the important thing. Mm -hmm.
1: Sure. Sure. I also think though feels like temperature is going to be important because it's going to feel like it's minus 11 degrees. That's cold. Yeah. Now Now, minus 13 at kickoff, minus 12 as we progress throughout the day. And then eventually. Yeah.
0: Okay. So Fez, we have some analogs here. It wasn't last year. It wasn't even the year before. It was three years ago, if I recall, when the Browns had three home games in in pretty much the middle of the year. One was against the Raiders. One was against Houston. Now I think about it. And Deshaun Watson was playing in that game. One of
2: those, um, we had uh, Chubb running out of bounds on the one-yard line. Remember that, where I started cursing? Yes.
0: We actually have have the tape (laughs) of him doing that. But... um, Well, I didn't think till just now Watson was in one of those games. So, Mackenzie, you want to pull up uh, that game specifically and see what we saw from Watson? Yes. Because it was very analogous weather-wise. And
2: and obviously, I got a quarterback from Clemson that played for Houston that— Now, Cleveland's got experience playing in the cold and the wind, Mm -hmm. and that's an advantage for Cleveland, but— <clears throat> How's it Watson, who's been sucking, frankly, now he's got,
0: doesn't this, doesn't this minimize the suckiness? Oh, does this I, play, does this play like the new England Buffalo game last year? And it's who's the better running team becomes the issue.
2: I, I was I was concerned about that. Yeah. that's uh, yes. maybe that's a scar jump. Eddie. So mm-hmm. this
1: yeah. is, <laughs> uh, Fez talks about what the, the line should be. If we use our pregame numbers and we have this as 1.4 difference between the two teams, I am giving, because of the weather. The complete full three points for Cleveland being at home. So I make this game 4.4, 4.5. In fact, and now
2: you're giving. But you're going through the three, so you can't do that.
1: But I am because of the weather. So you're making it five. So I'm making it five. <laughs> okay, make
2: it. I. 27 mile per hour winds
1: and a fuel temperature of minus 11 degrees. Yeah, I'm giving it, against don't. You
2: can make it five. I'm okay with I'll that. i ten. It, Fez. But if you're making it four six, you're
1: making <laughs> it five. That's no, no,
0: no, Fez, let me ask you this: as, as Scott continues here in a second, is you usually like the team that benefits from the weather?
2: I do. But I think the quarterback for the Saints is going to be impacted much less because I mean, the Red Rifles used to play in bad weather. Andy but his, Dalton.
0: But he's called the Red Water Pistol.
2: Oh, it's going to be the Red <laughs> Frozen Pistol so, in this but, game. But, but
0: Let's agree to this. If both teams are only allowed passing five times in the game, which advantage, is the high- advantage, Cleveland. advantage Cleveland. Okay, yes, yes.
1: and advantage- mitigated
2: by Chubb being injured.
1: I all, but Kareem Hunt is a probably the best backup running back in the NFL. Yeah, but he's not a bruising. Sure, you know, sure, he's a change Pollard of pace. Is the back. best backup. <laughs> Zeke's the backup. Powers the start. Uh, <laughs> okay, but I think you have a, a Browns team that has 150 yards per game running the football. They are a running, a run-first football team. I also think that you'll see designed runs for Deshaun Watson this week because of the weather. So. I think that the game plan clearly benefits Cleveland doing something that they're used to doing, as opposed to a New Orleans team that is not built on the run and has to play on the road on the grass <clears throat> in this te- in these terrible conditions. And J-
0: Kobe Brissett, they bring him in for some fourth down running stuff. Place. Maybe they bring him in for more, you know? Because let's be That's a, you know,
2: you know that I, I, I'm liking this prop bet. Over Brissett? Do you think it no, would be under? That? But no, but they'll have under for, for Watson for pass yards. And the fact that Watson's going to l- probably lose potentially three to five plays because uh. and, I think they'll bring in Brissett third and one, third and two even.
0: So in that Browns game, it was 11 15, 2020 against Houston. Eight carries for 36 yards in that game. And Houston scored seven points and Cleveland 10. 10 7, the final. Watson 5.4 yards per attempt.
1: Look at Ch- Look at Kareem Hunt in that game. Oh, he had
0: 100, oh, yeah, both of them. Chubb and Hunt both went over 120-some 100, and 104. Which
1: means even if Chubb is less than 100%, Kareem Hunt's still going to get his— I would play an over on Kareem Hunt's rushing guards, to be honest with you, because he's going to get—even if even if Chubb's healthy, he's still going to get a bunch of carries. And if Chubb's not healthy, you know he's going to get even more carries. I, I haven't seen anything about them, uh, about Dearness Johnson this week. Um, you know, if he's activated and up for this game— that should, should tell you something about Chubb, but—
0: Yeah, which will— It's a good point. Uh, now, um <clears throat> motivation. Cleveland's out of it, effectively. Yes. But they're very motivated to, to stop this narrative of Watson going into the offseason, for sure. Number two, the Saints, we can say that they're motivated. They have a 2% chance, according to 538, so, to make the playoffs.
2: So I was thinking about you, because I, I think they got no chance— but I remember like we'd have a conversation, you're like, well, Fez, you know that, but they don't know that. They're one game out. They're one game out of first. Now it's true if they check their tiebreaker rules. They bageled against no, Tampa Bay. That's a good Bay. point. That's a good point. They went 0-2 against Tampa Bay, and that's why they're 2% to make the playoffs because they have to beat Tampa Bay. So the Tampa Bay's magic number is 2 against them, essentially.
0: I think you got a good point, and I think the key point to that. Is the fact that they're just one game out? Yes. they're not going to dig into. all I mean, maybe they hear it. They're going to say, "Ah, that's a bad. That stupid math I keep but, hearing about." So, <laughs> yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I think the Browns are. But I don't get your handicap. You
2: know, I, 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 I think if anything, I get the Saints underrated. Let me make my case. I, I look but at you. In, can't do that retroactively. I understand, you? but I looked at the the yards per play, and I know my old fossil dinosaurs so still use that. But they gained five point eight per play. They give up 5.1. So they have a net differential plus 0.7. They're tied for fifth in the league on yards per play differential. I know they're, that they've got a bad win loss record at 5 and 9, but this team has the. I mean, like you look at Cleveland, they're a minus yards per play differential overall. And they're just downgraded quarterback and downgraded at running back. Well, because that's not the running case. backs hurt.
1: According to pregames EPA uh, research here, Cleveland's actually a positive EPA team. New Orleans is a net zero.
0: Well, here's what I would say. If we there's all kind of ways to do analysis, right? He's doing yards per play, mm-hmm. which I think as long as you adjust for strength of schedule, it's a it's a great stat. In fact, I stumbled across a guy, a Giants beat writer, mm-hmm. who does his yard per play standings every week. Oh, okay. And what he does, he does it home, away, and um last three, like all kind of views of it. It's pretty interesting. Um, I would say this, Fez, Cleveland, like Kevin Cole, a guy we respect a lot. He's had Cleveland has won in his adjusted game score every game this year. Cleveland's undefeated. <laughs> They're the only team undefeated. Is that right, right Mackenzie? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought until I, I knew it at least until the last week. So which they won the game, right? So okay. we uh, wouldn't have been funny. They finally win a game and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Out game. But I mean, in, in our composite, we got
2: Cleveland as the eighth best team. So last three games on offense, Cleveland yards per play. We talk about downgraded quarterback. So the year-to-date, they're averaging 5.4. The last three weeks, the Watson game's 4.8. So their offense has been bad. Yeah, I mean, league-worst type of bad. So last thing here from me. Oh, I'm sorry, Houston 4.7, and the Rams 4.6 are actually worse. So third worst in the league.
1: But the last two weeks, they played two really good defenses, in the Bengals and the Ravens.
2: Now here's what's surprising. Jacoby Brissett,
0: we're going to look at Andy Dalton, and we're going to look at um, – <sighs> Watson. Yeah. And, okay, he's over here. Okay, because Watson doesn't qualify yet for QBR. Okay, so Andy Dalton in our composite ratings is tied for 10th. That's pretty, with Trevor Lawrence. That's pretty good. Uh And that's the PFF half and QBR half. Okay. Deshaun Watson is in the subgroup, and his, his numbers are 11th and 9th. Well, how could he be that good, 11th and 9th in PFF and QBR, respectively, where Brissett is 8th and 7th and Andy Dalton is 5th and 18th? So really, Watson looks like the worst quarterback of the three by a smidge, and these ratings seem kind of high to me.
3: Um, but he's 11th and 9th. Watson is among the second group of quarterbacks. Oh, okay. So oh. his oh. PFF would put him, uh, you know, bottom
1: three in the league. It makes more sense. But Jacoby Brissett. You want to look at how good they were with him? With 11 games, as Jacoby Brissett, at quarterback, the Browns had the fifth-ranked offense in EPA per drive. and they, the they only, the EPA darling. Yeah, the only teams that they were behind
2: were the Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins, Eagles.
0: And you saw a lot of professional money on the Browns throughout the first half of this year.
2: Exactly, yes. All right, so. And, and, and I, I, I watched the whole game against Baltimore, and they were terrible against right. Baltimore. But that's For, one well, game. It's, it's one game, but it's the most recent game. It's the game everyone's— and they won the game. Yeah, thirteen to three because the idiot, the <coughs> greatest kicker of all time, missed two field goals, and they maybe he's yeah.
0: maybe a variance is finally catching up to old Justin Tucker. There is no variance with Justin uh-huh. Tucker. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now, last question: Why are you on the Saints? I mean, like, I don't understand <laughs> it because the, the way I think, it, if I would have said Fez is sick again, handicap this game Fez style, I'd be like, well, what do I want to make my power number? And you know, go over here, and, and then I'll say I have a half point on that. Oh, that's not enough. I'll make it a point. But no. But then but then you would say the weather. You, do you know how Houston's temperature, do you know what it was? It was 70 this week. And now they're going up to the freezing cold in the dog pound. Right. And you'd be like, Watson's look because bad, I but think he's never as bad. Those players are never as bad as I agree.
2: Team. The weather benefits Cleveland, but the weather benefits Dalton, the quarterback versus Watson. I've got a warm weather quarterback that sucks. Andy
0: Dalton's Well, I guess if he's,
2: playing, and, and, he's playing and now he's, now he's got to play in this horrible condition, he's going to have a terrible game. My my handicap is Watson's going to have a terrible game. Dalton has never played. So play in
0: under a- in Watson you I will,
2: anyway. I will. And and also the fact that this total's 31, getting three points in a total that's 31 is a lot more attractive. Is it 32. Oh, th- 32.
0: Is it me, or it's like we're back in the 90s with these totals. I love it. Like thir- I used to say yeah. back in the day 37 meant something, and no one knew what, like 37.
1: Ten,
2: ten of the 15 totals this week are below 41. So yeah. the last time— The league average is like 45.
1: Last time the Red Rocket, Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, your good and cold weather Andy Dalton— the last time you played a game with over 15 mile-per-hour wins was the 2014-15 playoff game for the Ooh. Bengals against the Colts. They lost 26-10. I'm confident let's you us query let's admit any Sunday, Let's game. admit Sunday.
0: That's a good pull. <laughs> that is, a, did you go? Yes.
2: Did you
1: that is
0: that
2: head right? No, nah, it's just on an article I'm reading. Uh, okay. But I think if you query any Bengal playoff game, you're going to come up with some real crapple. The
0: yeah, but remember, you're not. Not many databases have the weather yeah. in it, so yeah. that was pretty. I it thought was. he went to.
2: Uh, that was for Football yeah. Reference. Yeah. Actually, that game doesn't
1: matter. Never mind. Oh, can't because it, it was. It says it was in Indy, so it's in a dorm. Air conditioning. <laughs> the air conditioning was the win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Good stuff. Fez with his five. He's sticking to it. You know, if you change your mind, it's cool. I think
1: I
2: won this crossfire. Watson's going to have a— now you (laughs) did. Everyone bookmark this or whatever. Watson's going to have a terrible game. He's going to throw two interceptions and throw for under 150 yards, and Cleveland will lose solely for that. They'll win the other stats.
0: I could explain what I think Scott did to Fez, but I'll just use a sound effect.
1: Space Invaders? (laughs) Something was blowing up. I can tell you
4: that one.
0: (laughs) You know, Fez, I actually feel a little bad, the beating you took. Do you got any—I mean, let me make a guess here, because I can tell when you're thin. This felt thin. I think this is a veto play.
2: All right. It is a veto play. My guys say New Orleans plus three is an absolute take. The line should close two and a half. Now, that's interesting. That's a statement now. He said—now, are you willing to bet
0: that it closes two and a half? Yes, I am. Now, that's interesting, because you're saying two and a half flat. Yes. Minus 110. Yes. So it's going to move 20 cents.
2: Well, wow, it's going to move 10 because it's 2.75, right? All now.
0: right. So he now here's the thing. He's good at these line moves. Yeah. But that's assuming that no move is nothing, right? That's a wash. In this case, though, no. He's saying he's going to go more than 50% of the time this thing goes down. That's bold. If you if you want to take a bet on that, I think I'm not sure that'd be a dumb bet.
1: Uh, I don't I don't, He's usually right on these movements. Mm-hmm. I mean, I listen to the Market Pod, so he's usually right on these movements. So I wouldn't bet against that. But I already have a bet against it because I bet Cleveland minus three. So
0: that's a good point. <laughs> so, so Fez. I think you got to commit to us now that you're going to tell us when it's a veto play because it just makes you look bad. Fair enough. Right? Like you're trying to like fake it. It's like, say, guys, I got my handicap on this game. It's not strong either way, but veto came in.
2: Yeah, so veto tells me that he likes New Orleans, and I press veto for, well, anti-Watson, Chubbs maybe not going to play, what's going on? And the term black box comes to mind where they're like, Fez, you know we can't tell you the reasons. We might be betting on these teams next next week and the is following this, week and the like. Is it Deshaun Watson related
0: when you say black box?
2: No, black box. It's, oh,
0: it's, oh, like no, no, opaque.
2: Black box, opaque. as you know, is a opaque. term meaning you're given the it's answer opaque. without any reason to why. You know what opaque is? I thought it meant like.
1: It's oh, the
0: opposite okay. of transparent.
2: Yes.
1: So it's opaque. You're not disclosing anything.
0: Yeah, you can't see into the black box. Oh, yes. All right. I didn't know,
1: though. I didn't know. Opaque
0: kits. it. Plus <laughs>
2: 2800
0: You knew that one, Mackenzie, right? I did. <laughs> All right. Now, my best bet. We finally got through. And you commit. You're going to tell us when it's veto? Yes. Because it makes it so much better. than yes. you can give your handicap. All right. All right. Okay. I'm going with... The New York
1: football Giants. Double like. This is my three-weight.
0: Now, this is smart. You buck Fez and you back me. <laughs> I like it. We're, laying, we're getting four here. It, to some degree, this is a pure power ratings play. Minnesota, a team I've been defending this year against Fez's hate, hatred. But still, in our composite power ratings, we have Minnesota 20th. 20th. Now, we got the Giants 22nd. Seems like a toss-up, right? But it's actually .7 points different between the two. So now give full home field to Minnesota at three. Maybe
2: the only team left. Is there any other team you're giving three too fast? I, I was giving Seattle, but they just fell out of playoff contention, so I no longer am. So, wait, no, i not. The
0: Saints are in playoff contention, but Seattle isn't.
2: Well, they're not in, like, magnified ah. home field advantage playoff contention. All
0: right, fair enough. So, um... This is the best home field in the league. And if you add 0.7, now again, we're going up. Oh, Green Bay. Green Bay also.
4: Yeah. I accept that.
0: We're going up through three. So, you know, or I guess through the remainder of three. So I would call it 3.3, I'll call this. No, 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 wait. Not 3.3. I would call it 3.15. It's like a third of the way to three and a half. Would you agree with that? Yes. All right, so to me, getting four is pure value. I've got some other reasons for this, but I'll let you jump in, Scott. Out of spirit of goodness and holiday cheer.
1: Yeah, so this this could be a spite play for me since Minnesota was my five weight last week. (laughs) So it could just now your
0: five weight record is still pretty damn good, right? Nine and six. Listen, yeah it's pretty good.
1: Yeah, it was, so it could be a spite play for me after Minnesota won the game with the with the greatest comeback in NFL history but didn't cover. Man, I was hoping for a touchdown in overtime. So, uh, so wait a minute.
0: You were down by 33? Yeah. And You didn't cover in your mat,
1: right? I but, but I and I wasn't one of the people that bet Minnesota money line at the half when they were down 33. So, uh, oh. yeah, a lot of FOMO on that one, anyway. I, uh, I
0: actually had Minnesota plus seven, good job. a little outlier book.
1: Oh, in, oh, you had it, yeah,
0: in Jack in yeah. pocket it, uh, at Jackpot pre flop, pre flop, yeah. Oh, in game, I got 80 to one. So.
1: Giants 8-2 ATS is underdogs this season. And Saquon Barkley looked much better last week than he had in previous weeks. So maybe he was dealing with a little bit of an issue, banged up a little bit. Certainly last week looked like the Saquon. Yeah,
0: I'm going to have to back you off on that. So I looked—a lot of people look at Barkley. Mm-hmm. He had three runs in the fourth quarter yeah. that were good runs. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think he averaged like 2.6 per carry. So it's kind of the mean median kind of yeah. thing here is— Hey, he gets credit for those runs, but still not a great
2: dash. So- you know, I got I gotta side in with Scott here just okay. because and and it's rare I watch every single down, but I did watch, you know, that okay. game every down. Those three runs in particular, what was in wasn't so, it? Wasn't
0: the Baltimore game on at the same time as this, this Giants game?
1: No,
2: Giants no, were in that game. Oh, okay,
0: was, yeah. I, I didn't know. I was, was the, just hoping.
2: Yeah. So, so what happened is that I don't think that oftentimes they have you know yards after contact stats. Okay. No, Which,
0: well, that's big now with the next gen has it
2: right, but I don't know if it gives justice to the fact that on all three of these runs, these were five yard runs where Barkley's just going up the middle. And he literally makes the linebacker miss. He just like mm-hmm. dukes him out, so he so he whiffs completely. Does it doesn't even touch he him. Duked him out. Yes. He, 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 gave him, a, he, gave,
0: he, he gave him a twenty when yeah. he went by. He, he, he gave him a him.
2: Yeah. Um And I was <laughs> like, dang, he he couldn't do that at all the last two years. This Barkley. Well, first of all, he was running
0: better early this year
2: than he the was yeah. year. Yeah, crazy. yeah, I, I, no doubt about it. But 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 for, for a running back that big to be that agile at the end of the year. My goodness, I was like, whoa, he's the best running back in the league right now.
1: So by by comparison here, let's let's look at a couple of recent games. The Vikings were two-and-a-half point underdogs to the Lions in Detroit, right? Mm -hmm. So if we reverse that script, what would we say? We'd say that the Lions get one-and-a-half for home, so... Do we say that Minnesota would be like a three-point favorite over Detroit if yeah, so that game was in a four, Minnesota? Do,
0: do four and a half points?
1: Okay, so so it would be two and a half. Uh, it would be uh, three points. If okay. We do four and a half. Okay, the Giants were three-point favorites over the Lions at home. Now, I understand that was the beginning of the Lions turnaround yeah, sure. versus the end of the Lions turnaround, but I do think it's interesting to compare uh, against common opponents, and it's a divisional game, so maybe you, you weigh it a little bit differently. Uh, are
0: we looking at what the line was or what the performance was?
2: Looking at what the line was.
0: Yeah, but that's been long enough. I mean, I mean they Detroit's both, they, probably been they both,
2: they, they both lost those games, so. But, the, but, yeah, but like RJ said, Detroit has gone from like bottom feeder to fourth best team in the NFC, and everybody agrees. The Giants.
0: Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Let let me try to clear this up for you. You tell me if you agree with this. Okay. I I actually have a pick here. Oh, it's yeah, it's my best bet. Is that right? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I like. I think it's hard to say that Minnesota is significantly better than the Giants. We can debate. Are they even? I think the case could be made these are even teams. I think you think that.
1: I think they're a lot closer than what the market says.
0: Okay, so part of our handicap is we believe that the difference between Minnesota and the Giants is more modest than the market thinks. Now, what does the market think? Well, if we think there's no other factors but home field, they think he's is about twenty five, twenty six cents better to go from. I guess maybe twenty seven, right? If has to go from three to four.
2: Yeah, so it'd be nineteen, but be close enough. Yeah, nineteen yeah. plus eight. Yeah, twenty seven. Here we go. So the rule of twenty seven. Oh, wait. It might be the rule 25 with all these, like, missed (laughs) extra points and two-point conversions. Now, Okay. I don't believe it's that big. But let's even say it
0: it can't be bigger, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. So, it's either that big or a little smaller, in my opinion. You agree? Yes. Now, what else is there? I think there's some motivational issues, and I think you agree. You want to start?
1: Yeah. Well, you have Minnesota coming off the the historic comeback, clinching the NFC North, and— Pretty set into where they are in the playoffs. I know they're still fighting for the two seed.
0: I mean, it's two and three with San Francisco, yeah. and I don't even know who cares about that. I mean, nobody. I don't think it's worth a lot. Like, mm-hmm. Six weeks before the playoff, or, or, or I guess the second mm-hmm. round when it would, you know.
1: Absolutely. And I think the Giants are trying to wrap up this playoff spot coming off of the big win last week. They haven't clinched anything yet, but they're darn close.
0: So one win is a momentum generator, the other win is a flat spot. And I agree with that. Mm-hmm.
2: You agree with that, fast? I do. The only concern, I, 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 I'm i leaning your way. All right. I was thinking about playing it. Here was my only concern. The fact that I was like, oh, Minnesota, with the greatest comeback ever, I gotta fade these guys. But that game was Saturday. And the game for the Giants was Sunday night. And during a holiday week and a short week, that had me concerned. Maybe Minnesota with that extra day and a half for prep time kept me off the game, personally.
0: You no, know, I've looked at every possible angle on all your theories about holidays. Now you would think, you know, there'd be something that shows maybe in theory that the road team has a disadvantage because now you know other people say, well, they don't, they're not distracted. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you think these NFL players are distracted by going to get like the the Cabbage Patch Kid?
2: <laughs> I think on Christmas Day, if you have to play at home Christmas, because you are distracted because you're going to have dinner that night. You know
0: and yeah, I don't think these players playing for millions of dollars are worried about it. They're gonna shove that turkey up someone's ass if they want to get in the way of you, them would the but I'm not so no, sure they would. I- I'm pretty sure I'm not more alpha than these D linemen, mm-hmm. all right? So I'm telling, I mean, you've been around it as a media guy. You think they're really thinking about Thanksgiving? They got some of these guys got four families to visit, yeah, and you um, know what? And they're going to none of them. And the lock
1: the locker room <laughs> spread sometimes is better than what they're eating at home,
0: yeah. I think you apply your
2: life to. to these guys. But the extra day and a half has to be a benefit to Minnesota.
0: Why? Because they got the If anything it minimize if anything it diminishes the extra day and a
2: half. What do you mean by extra? Minnesota day? played Saturday. Okay. Washington played on on Sunday night. Sunday night. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's oh, okay. there's 4 hours. Day and a day and a sixth.
0: All right. Um I I think that's a listen, it's an it's it's fair. It's fair. Um let's think what would the analogy be? So the analogy would be like a someone that played on Monday night. Versus someone who play Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Exactly the same. So, Mackenzie, let's just look at that. Okay? Let's well, just say, and like, the
2: Giants uh, on the road.
0: Uh, right, road team played on Sunday or Monday night, and that was a home—oh, it was a, a road game.
1: Road game. Yes. Okay.
0: well, four hours. Now, he's actually making a good point here. So, road game on Monday night, and then you play on Sunday on the road again— and the other team was at home and, uh, and at home Sunday to Sunday. Got it. So rest equals six, rest equals seven, or I'm sorry, rest equals five in the case of the Giants. And there you go. And it's the away, away, home, home. I, this is something because there was there's only one Monday night team that had that this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was middle of the year. I, I
2: think, think we've run this, and it's not good for the back-to-back away team.
0: We'll see. Makes sure, go from 2012. Because the travel gets a lot better. Um, one other thing. If I would have to told you, Fez, let's think of the uh, year so far as two half years. So maybe seven games and seven games, right? Two chunks. Did the Giants play better in the first chunk or the second chunk? Not, now don't think because I'm asking you what the answer is. Same. Really? Yeah. Didn't it feel like they were like seven and one and then their bubble burst?
1: But everyone was saying you're they were right, the worst right. seven and one team. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right.
0: Well, if you actually look at cumulative EPA, just aggregated, Giants were right at even for like the first half of the year and they've gone up pretty you know, They helped
2: you show me that chart before in pre production. Yes. So
0: But <laughs> but what I'm saying is that's surprising, isn't yes, it? Yes,
2: I either, I either I either cheat on the exam or I or I act like I'm not listening to you. <laughs> is 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 Dayball a top five coach at this point? No, because the sample's not high enough. He's coach of the year candidate because he's done great this year, but it's not a big enough sample.
0: Who would you say, if you could have any coach for your franchise, and youth matters, yeah. where's Dayball at? He's got to be in the top five, right? How old is Dayball? He's not young. Ooh, he's like if youth, I'm happy he's not a kid. Yeah.
1: If youth matters, that's an interesting debate. Uh, Brian Dable is 47. Yeah so, All right. yeah, so I mean, I, Belichick
0: say, was like three years older when he got the New England job.
1: I'd say if I had to choose my coach right now, you want for the, for the next? Well, that's that's one of the guys. Maybe I disagree with that. I think Vrabel. Yeah, I yeah. think
2: Vrabel's right there. Yeah. Who else though? I like the Vrabel pick because the team's not doing that well. But, what, but we're looking at young coaches term. moving
1: forward. How's yeah, this
0: sound? I'm going to ask you guys,
2: Shanahan,
1: to
0: tell me who you're going to take before Dayball. Okay. Right now, let's, hit me with it. By the way, Sean Payton on the Herd said there's a trend he knows about where if a team has a miracle win, they are 1-21 the next week. It sounds like one of uh, Scott's trends yeah. is we aren't defining a miracle win. Now, remember, wasn't Sean Payton—well, no, he was a part of the losing side on that Minnesota miracle, right? Mm. Yeah. Maybe he's still having some PTSD from that. Yeah. I like him, though, as a as a talker. He, I like the way he has a different cadence than anyone else in media, and everyone wants to rush him, but he doesn't, he'll be like, they ask him a question, he'll go, well, and he thinks about it, and everyone's like trying to jump, you know, like Colin doesn't, you know, he wants to jump in and mm-hmm. push, him. and it's like, no, just let the guy talk for a minute, like Joe Rogan, they talk normally on that show, and you know, I think a lot of people listen to that, I heard, <laughs> what we got, Mackenzie?
3: So rest equals six, opponent rest equals seven. Away. No, 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 that's
0: wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. So opponent rest is six. Or or I'm sorry, opponent rest is five and the team's rest is six. You, you know the rest from Monday to Sunday, right? All right? Kind of the same thing. Five and seven. So it is a down spot. Well, no, this is interesting. We're showing it from the team's Minnesota's perspective here.
3: Yes. That's what I was trying to do.
0: Yeah, I think you did. Okay, so Fez, amazingly, shockingly, Minnesota's in a five and seven spot, minus three points per game. It's a small sample, but you know, it, the fact there's only 12. Wait, eight. Minnesota's in a bad spot? Yeah. I mean, that's what they're not. Because here's the thing hmm. is when things are known, they get adjusted for. But maybe you're bringing up a good point. Maybe that's where we think there's value in just the power ranking, mm-hmm. and that, it, maybe it's the rest that's causing that. I think that I actually think yeah. it is, but now what this is telling us is, over the course of twelve games, the market's properly accounted for it, right? But I'll accept that if there's a half a point or something sure. here. Now I'm at the point of saying okay, but I think the motivation is huge. Mm-hmm.
2: Vikings nothing to play for, and, and they flat, and it gotta be yes.
3: I mean because they weren't supposed to. Win. I mean they were the first to win their division, right? The f- oh the, well, the first Chiefs to won the first? their division also. The 49ers, first team in the NFL to win the division this yeah. year. Oh
1: okay.
0: so one of the so it was all the same week. So they won it as early as any team in the NFL. Yes. yes. It's pretty good.
1: hmm Coaches I would take before Brian Dable. Uh-huh. Uh, and considering age, Vrabel, who's the same age. I understand. Um, McVeigh.
0: Oh, well, do you, you, you want him to coach as he's announcing on Amazon? <laughs> I mean, he doesn't want to be—why would you want McVay? He doesn't want to be there.
1: Because he remembers every single play that happens over the course of his history.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's why he should be a broadcaster. Yes. Uh, I hate that he won a Super Bowl. He is so overrated. I'm
2: trying to think. That's Kyle it. Kyle Shanahan.
0: Okay, I accept that.
2: McDermott. Mm-hmm, maybe. Yeah, I'll accept that. Harbaugh.
1: No, I wouldn't, but you would. Tomlin, you like losing. Kids. I mean, well, listen, Tomlin? I would take. Andy, I think Andy Reid's the best coach. Guy? I, I think Andy Reid. I think Andy not long for coach. Well, that's what I'm saying. I think Andy Reid's the best Reed's coach in the yeah. league right now, but he's if, only like 62. If we're considering yeah. age, then he's out of the equation. We'll
2: get to the bottom of this. You know, quick little thing.
0: How old was Don Shula his last year in coaching?
2: I'll guess 62.
0: See, you're always trying to guess why I'm asking the question. that's just bad. Because they don't have to ask a lot of dummy questions to throw you off the set. Yeah, he was like in his early, you know 65 I, years old. Really? I heard he was 62, someone said. Um, but still, not as old. Now, how old was Tom Landry? Remember, he was he was hunched over. He had that Strachity. hat. But it, but that hat had like a sweat stain in it from the 60s. 70. <laughs> <70? laughs> he was like 62 or something. How not old really? he was there? he? When, when Jimmy – or when uh, – <laughs> <coughs> Jones threw him out. He was 63 or 64. Wow. Yeah. That was a hard-living 60. How did he – was he 63? Pete Pastor, you look like, a lot younger than Pete he Carroll's did. Pete
2: Carroll's
0: like 90. Yeah, Pete Carroll looks younger than He's he was. He's old. Ta- imagine Pete Carroll and Tom Landry in a fight, their last day <laughs> coaching. Uh, yeah. I mean, Pete Carroll would wipe the floor with him. Absolutely. And Landry was like a... Play- he's, all,
1: he's chewing gum.
0: He's he, like, he, yeah. Lan- <laughs> Who knows, though? Landry could come out and go <laughs> yeah, into some old-school yeah. boxing <laughs> <laughs> stance. <laughs> and, like, crack him twice. Yeah. In fact, i take Landry at this old point. Old Jack Johnson stance <laughs> or something. You know? All right. So, Fez, you agree with us, but you were kept off it. Because of the rest advantage. Yes. And you figured out it's worth 20 points. Well,
2: you get... Don't, you, don't you just throw it in the mix. It's worth .63 points. If All right. the
1: Colts can take a 33-0 lead over the Vikings, granted they blew it, the New York Giants can have a lead I, in this game. I
2: agree with you guys directionally. In fact, I'll go and give you a forecast for next year for a season win number. I will make the Giants 8 and the Vikings 8.5, and, and I'll even let you bet. Right now. Who's the quarterback of the Giants? Right now you can bet. You can bet it right now. You got you got but 30 you seconds. You got to figure the
0: worst is going to be is Daniel Jones. Exactly. You
2: got 30 yeah. seconds. Let oh, me know if you it, like what? over or under. 30 seconds.
0: I have well, never heard you that means you're scared.
2: Well, yeah, because I'm throwing out a number out of Next my Next game.
0: Next game.
2: <laughs> so you like my numbers.
0: I don't even think about it. The thing about it, it's probably time to say for a second. The cap situation is something we're going to focus on this year because, man, there's a lot of opportunity with yeah,
2: that. No doubt. The teams that have money to spend are going to improve.
0: And I said something about Sirianni. Here's my point. I don't think he's bad, but I think it's Howie Roseman. I mean, that team he put Incredible. together is a monster. Yep. And and he's doing a good job. But I, Dayball's doing a miracle
1: right Speaking now. Speaking of cap money, Jets have a lot of money. And they got a good team that's just in need of a quarterback.
0: Mr. Jimmy G. New, so says Mr. New York. Jimmy G. Right. Next up. Okay, Faz, we're back around the horn. You're
2: four-star. Four-star. Pittsburgh Steelers minus two and a half. I'm going to keep this handicap rather simple. I have Pittsburgh, the ever so slightly better team than Vegas. I don't think I'm on an island here. And so if I give them two for home field. We should say there's, there's a lot of people disagree. Mm-hmm. Some people agree. If anything, I would say that.
0: Average average of respect to power ratings has the uh, Raiders a little better. I can see. Yeah, I can see that. Yes, I'm but not bit... by more than a half a point at the most. I'd say. Y-
2: yeah. So you know Pittsburgh with a slightly better quarterback option here with the rookie uh, playing and with um, you know Watt back is what the reason I've I you know raised the Steelers in my power ratings. But regardless, you know, home field we don't get to three. We only get to two and a half. All right. So that's our starting point. But I love two factors here. Factor number one, the Raiders miracle win. Last Sunday against New England. That can't be good. The way they were down seven, it looked like they were defeated. And it can't
0: be good for this game.
2: Can't be good for this game because it's really a double celebration. They get two miracles. They get they get a long touchdown pass to tie the game when the dude is out of bounds by half an inch, and miraculously there's not a good enough T V angle to overturn the touchdown, and then, of course, the laterals that we all saw that went awry with Jacoby Brissett in New England, the Raiders are still celebrating that victory. All right, let me let me counter
0: that.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> Raiders were on the—or they were on the brink, and maybe still are, of being fired. I mean, you're here in Vegas with me, and Scott and A.J., is— the talk radio the general narrative was this we made a mistake Mm. right or wrong right yes this this win gives them a little breathing room so i get that they're going to be excited about it but maybe energized. you know how you think there's impending doom Mm -hmm. you know so you got a tumor or something i mean i've seen this on tv and all of a sudden you get it back no it wasn't that it was just a spot on the x-ray or whatever Mm -hmm. Are you tired or are you energized? That's a good point. I mean, I don't know. It could be like a,
2: a reprieve. Mm, it could be. It could be. And certainly if they would have lost, they'd be talking about, oh, crushing loss. If they had lost on the and lateral you, yeah, play, yeah, you can't. I'd be making the same case of, oh, they're never going to be able to recover what from you, this. Where, where do you come down I I just from? think well, energy. It was a ton of energy expended. This is a team that keeps playing overtime games on top of it. While it's highly
1: unlikely given their schedule, should the Raiders win out, there's a chance they can make the playoffs. Like, the playoff hopes are still alive, especially because one of the teams that they would be competing for a spot for is the Chargers, and I think they have the head-to-head over the Chargers because they split, but I think the no, but remember, other head-to-head
0: only matters if they're, the, those two teams yeah, are uh, alone.
1: I'm saying if they're, if they're both tied for the seventh seed yeah. by tiebreakers, Vegas might be able to eclipse well, the
0: Chargers. Well, why don't we do this? 538's going to have a number on it. Let's just sure. see what yeah.
1: the number is. Can um, we—, can we in, in, can we calculate that number giving the Raiders three more wins? Well, yeah. Like giving them the win out, yeah.
0: I think so. I don't know how many. I know they let you go at least one week ahead. Okay, it?
1: okay. Go ahead. So I think that there is, with that win last week, as improbable as it was, I think there is a renewed sense of excitement. Like saying, hey, like this, we could make this happen. I also think it's the same thing for the Steelers, though, who still— Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. I read that somewhere. Very obscure fact. The Steelers could win out and avoid Mike Tomlin's first ever losing season. they
2: need to win three to go nine and eight. Correct. And the book on the Pittsburgh is that they've always played better at home than they play on the road. And I got to tell you, we talked about, like in the Cleveland game, we talked about rightly so. I should be concerned. I got a dome team playing against Mm -hmm. a team that's used to playing in the elements that can run the ball.
1: You got a quarterback that's not used to playing in this weather and a quarterback that is cuz Kenny Pickett's going to be starting back in this game. Kenny Pickett obviously played his college career at Pittsburgh and is very comfortable
2: playing in the Pittsburgh weather. And Najee Harris, who has been banged up for a lot of the year, looks healthy and he's used to playing in bad weather as well. Advantage Pittsburgh in the running game.
0: In in Georgia?
2: So in Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh, you mean yeah, in right. Okay.
0: So Sorry. No, no, no. Thank you. Is if the Raiders beat the Steelers And beat the 49ers Mm -hmm. and beat the Chiefs. Uh huh. 57% chance to make the playoffs.
2: Mm -hmm. So you're saying
1: there's a chance. There's a chance. There's a chance.
0: Now, if Pittsburgh wins out. Oh, that would be exciting. It's the seventh sign of the apocalypse. (laughs) All right, I'll do
2: that as you guys continue. They really only have to go 2 0 and 1,
1: right? So let's just talk about the weather here. So 10 degrees, Saturday night in Pittsburgh, with a real field temperature of negative 9 degrees there's going to be 13-mile-per-hour winds with wind gusts up to 29 miles per hour. Now, you can say favors the Steelers. I don't know about that. But Josh Jacobs is the leading rusher in the NFL this year, so expect a heavy dose of Josh Jacobs for the Raiders.
0: Remember, running is the combination of skill and opportunity, and to some degree, the Raiders in their passing game is why Jacobs is doing sure, so well.
1: Sure, you got de- to defend against Devontae Adams. And yeah. You, you know, yeah.
0: Dave Esler, Diamond Dave, also known as Uncle Dave Esler. Now, you can follow him on Twitter. He's a good follow. He's rascally. He's a little rascally. Dave well, unders- is good. Dave underscore Esler. He's got some insight in this game, and he's letting the weather lead the way. Let's listen.
5: I love about the Steelers money line over the Raiders on Christmas Eve. And, and, yes, let's start with the weather. It's Pittsburgh weather. It's going to be single digits with a high of 13 Saturday, winds gusting to 25 miles per hour. That does not help Derek Carr, and here's why. In games he's played in less than 37 degrees, he turns into a pumpkin. He's 0-5 with five interceptions, and he's never thrown for more than 220 yards. While the Raiders are not mathematically eliminated, they've got the 49ers and Chiefs left, both of whom are going to be playing to win. And of course, the Steelers aren't eliminated either. They've won four or six, three of those wins on the road, And it wouldn't matter if it was Pickett or Trubisky. Now we know it's going to be Pickett because the Steelers shouldn't have to sling the ball around much. If New England can run for over 200 yards, then Najee Harris is in for a big day. If for some reason they do have to throw, the Raiders' defense is 30th in opponents' pass completion percentage. This weekend is also the 50th anniversary of the immaculate reception. And the Steelers are planning festivities, having a parade that Las Vegas will not rain on. Steelers win the game. Steelers money line.
0: Yeah, looking at this DVOA, Fez, this makes me like your pick more. So Steelers on offense, let's just say running the ball because of the wind, eighth. Rush defense, or I'm sorry, the offense for the Raiders, seventh. Let's call that a wash. Cancel. All right, now Pittsburgh's D, 13th, Raiders D, 22nd against a rush, advantage Pittsburgh, as Asler said, this feels like it's going to be the wind—a a, a real emphasis on running.
2: Yeah, so Pittsburgh in a neutral site has a slight has has the advantage, not a significant one, in the rushing EPA. And well, in now, this case, DVOA. DVOA, yes. And now that it's not a neutral site, it's in crappy cold weather. Bigger advantage you have to expect for Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, and I also think let's be honest. As much as they're trying to toughen the Raiders up, they're a soft team. We're
2: in the Pacific like southwest we're like arizona we're, we're we're soft i don't i'm not soft you might be soft i'm soft i, I know.
0: Was I've seen where in you Chicago live. i've seen your house on twitter the mansion the yacht the whole <laughs> thing I, I will say this though and you, i mean you're a new york guy scott i think vegas is the most east coast west coast city
1: yes there's a lot of transplants i like that i like that Vegas is the most east, east coast, country. west coast city. Way more east coast than Los Angeles. Yeah, or San Fran. Yeah, yeah or no. Phoenix. Yeah, it's hello Frisco. Even... You know,
2: actually, you know, I'll, I'll agree. Number two, I think San Fran is like a little mini Manhattan. I think San Fran's.
1: The yeah, maybe, house. Uh, maybe Fran's, Chelsea. No, no, no. San. Fran. Yeah,
2: <laughs> San,
1: San Fran's more of a Seattle though. Than, than New York.
0: Let, let, let's explain. San Fran is is the New York you'd be hanging. No, no, not yeah, right. the <laughs> What I mean. What I mean is like
2: the richy Rich Manhattan. Or it's, it's the Upper West Side at the Embarcadero.
0: I'd be down. I'd be down at the Cafe Wall back in '63, seeing Bill Cosby. Oh wait, mm. not take. or maybe not. Who knows? They actually make a great point. You know, Dylan. Was there in the sixties? Dylan Cash is minus one eighty. Now, here's the thing: they said at the same time, the same week, you could have been in Greenwich Village in the early sixties, saw Dylan play, saw Bill Cosby do a set, and saw Lenny Bruce do a set. Who?
2: Bill don't, Cosby. Don't say that. Lenny Bruce. You don't know yeah. Lenny Bruce? No. Seminal idea. comedian. One of the
1: most influential comedians of, in in history. Okay. Guy got arrested for cursing.
2: Yeah,
0: he's famous for the indecency trials and stuff. All right. He,
1: I'll he, research it. Yeah,
0: he's probably the first known comedian, at, well, at least a stand up. Yeah. Right? It was you know, back in the day, Jackie Gleason or whatever, mm-hmm. it wasn't stand up. Um, and, and there was all kind of like Coltrane, all kind of jazz people. I mean, just think about that. Like in an area that, <clears throat> I mean, what, what's Manhattan? Uh, what, three miles by eight miles or something? I mean, mm-hmm. it's like a little. Small. Yeah. All right. All right, so continuing, what do you think? Uh, anything else about Esther's take? I
2: don't know if the parade is going to have a factor, but it can hurt. <laughs> Franco Harris
1: is Franco passing away. Franco
0: Harris though.
2: passing away. You know, anything to rally the troops is always good. Here's yeah.
0: what you don't know. Let me tell you a little Steeler info. Steelers hadn't won a championship ever. Art Rooney Sr., he used to chomp on the cigar. He won the Steelers at the horse track. hmm that's the truth. He, he won like 4,500 on one weekend. He just bought the Steelers, like in 32 <laughs> or something. And check out those numbers. I think I'm about right there. And uh, they did have one winning season. Not one. No, no, they had winning seasons. I don't even know if they had winning seasons, but they didn't win any championships. Like the Browns in the f- 50s won like eight out of 10 championships, if you can believe it.
4: Hmm.
0: Paul Brown was the coach. Did you know Paul Brown coached at Ohio State? I did not know. I didn't. Two years. They ran him out. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't winning enough. It, it was funny. I was I was reading this today in Wikipedia because I was doing a little research on Belichick after sixty and all wow. these other coaches, and Paul Brown. I saw his name on the Hall of Fame because there's only like twenty two coaches in the Hall of Fame, right? And I'm thinking, God, they named the Browns after him. This guy, and then I see then he took the high state job then they go after so and so lost three state three straight times to hated michigan and got fired so back in the 40s they were firing people My for losing <laughs> um so the first playoff win for the steelers happened to be a little play called the immaculate reception so they never even had a playoff win now back in the day only the championship game was the only playoff game right so it's kind no, no it's
2: not true well hey, for a long
0: time it was it
2: was what well, they must i thought they
3: there was were st- a playoff it, game before that, I'm almost certain. It was the Steelers' only second playoff ever game as yeah. well. So
0: well, I think that would happened was sometime in the late 50s or 60s, there was one wild card in each of the – so it was like one game before the championship game. And remember, there wasn't any AFC-NFC, right? Because it was the AFC. Yeah, back
2: in the 60s. Because yeah. I, yeah, I came in in the early 70s. So I remember when there was a 14-game schedule and there was one wild card in three 14, It was 14
0: after 78. Yeah, so yeah. yes. And it was twelve, like in, in like yeah. seventy one or whatever. Mackenzie, um, find out when the playoffs change. I am interested in that. So the Steelers started in nineteen thirty three. No playoff wins. No playoff wins till seventy two. Wowza! And if you remember the immaculate reception, very well officiated call in my opinion. It's a huge dispute because back then, if the offense hit the ball, and Jack, I think it was Jack Tatum, didn't hit the ball. You know, you weren't allowed like batting it, or if it bounced off his uh, helmet and got caught, it wasn't it, it. wouldn't have counted. So the question was, did I think Tatum hit the ball or not? Okay. Well, Tatum being the ultimate cheap
2: shotter. <laughs> Tatum clearly hit the ball. The question. No, is, there's a the, lot of dispute. Did it hit the stealer first? though, was the question. If the second hits the stealer first, and, and I then don't think that's if, true. If it hits Tatum simultaneously, like a split second later, then it's 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 an illegal forward pass. But it wouldn't have been an illegal forward pass. Well but. it would have it would not have counted. It would have yeah, been a double it would batting have been a double something. it would have been a double, you know, bat or whatever. Well,
0: let's think about this. Let's say the guy catches the ball, gets hit, and the ball bounces up in the air. Someone could have caught it then. You know what? It doesn't matter. That
2: I don't think it could by the rule. I think once it touches an offensive player, you can't have another guy catch it. I could be wrong, but I don't think so.
0: Now, last time Fez kept going, I turned on Fox Sports Radio randomly. Now, do you want me to have (laughs) to do that? All right. But here's the thing. It really was the beginning of what mattered most to Pittsburgh, really, Mm -hmm. the history of the city, is the Steelers run from then till now, but especially they won a Super Bowl in 75, 76. They got rooked in six, seventy-seven, seventy-eight. 78. Well, I, I guess you'd say seventy-four, seventy-five. the seasons were, I mm-hmm. guess. And then it was 76, 77 they didn't win. Then 78, 79 they won. Only team to win four and six, Faz, Did you know that? Belichick, nah, didn't yeah. do it. 49ers, no. Mm-hmm. Dallas mm-hmm. Cowboys, no. One team. Now, let's admit, it was the same team all four years. Mm-hmm. There wasn't free agency, yeah. or, or it wasn't as bad. But anyway, if you go to the Pittsburgh Airport, you ever fly into Pittsburgh? Not that, it, not
2: that one, I recall. There's I don't
0: one recall. statue. R- 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 uh, Ernie? no Nope. Macular uh, reception. Yeah.
1: Oh, Franco it has I Franco leaning yeah. down, and it has With it like the ball touching the ground. No, <laughs> he didn't.
0: I tell you this, it was an athletic play like crazy. Sure. The way, he sn-
1: but isn't it amazing that there's there's no footage of like it being like the good like an angle of seeing it whether it hit the ground or not. It didn't hit the ground.
0: It didn't hit the ground. Right. I think the that yeah. That was never in question. But what a great call that was. And he goes and it's caught out of the air! Yeah. Oh my God, I, that just brought back. But memory. it goes
2: to show that Franco Harris, the consummate professional, didn't give up on the play. Was hustling down the field. Who knows what might happen? You know. And, and Franco
0: was not beloved, and and he was beloved for that play. Mm-hmm. He went out of bounds. He made a lot of business decisions. Oh, okay. <sighs> right. I, I, I tell you, growing up, you know, I was a real little kid. I can remember I was like three years old, four years old for the first Super Bowl. And a, a friend of my dad's, Tony Legon, who was a Vietnam vet, like my dad, and he, but he, he was like, my dad was in the Navy. Tony was, uh, uh, you know, on the ground infantry, right? So you know, kind of, yeah, had an effect on him, I think, my based on what my dad said. But he made beef stroganoff. It was like, and then he'd come. I remember that. And then he'd come for Super Bowls a lot. I go make beef stroganoff And I was like, you know, ten eleven. <laughs> He's like, maybe next year. It was always, you know, but uh, that 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 was. Tony Legon hated Franco, Hmm. hated him, because he said he always went out of bounds. He wanted someone to, like— He wanted Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell.
1: Yeah. It would be something if there was a special play in this game that was, you know, very similar, you know? We're so close to the anniversary, and after Franco's passing— But we're not going to see
2: that special play, because we're going to see the soft Raiders go in there and shiver on the sideline, lose 27-10. to You know what would be similar to this is if the Lions make the playoffs
0: this year— and if somehow they win the first playoff game. I mean, because mm-hmm. Pittsburgh hadn't been in a long time. They were an up-and-coming team. Mean Joe Green in 69, first yeah. pick from North Texas State. The Mean Green. Mm-hmm. Then Terry Bradshaw, pretty good start. Franco was the first pick in 72. He was a rookie. And, well, actually, I think it was 71. I can't remember.
2: And Goff is kind of like how Bradshaw
0: would— 75. Okay.
2: Goff is kind of like Bradshaw in some ways. Like I know Bradshaw was a rookie, but I'm saying just as far as like— like. Well, no, in 72, Bradshaw was in his third year. But he was kind of workmanlike. They're winning you know, with him, not because of him in 72. Well, here's the thing.
0: All quarterbacks were workmanlike until the Mel Blunt rule. Oh, yeah. Did you know about this? No. Look at, look at the—McKenzie, pull up the average yards passing per game in 77, then 78. Because Mel Blunt, who was in the Hall of Fame, steal a quarterback, in my opinion— if I was redrafting the Steelers, all time team, I would take Mean Joe Green first. He could play today, Mean Joe, and Mel Blunt second. Mm. Mel Blunt was like 6'3, could run with any receiver at the time, and they had the Mel Blunt rule. Because you could chuck all the way down the field. Mm-hmm. He, he would blanket I mean, the guy would, if he was on his feet after the play, you were lucky. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, they it's literally called the Mel Blunt rule. You can't chuck after five yards because he was so good. And
2: that's when Bradshaw really stepped up. I got you. Then all of a sudden the Dan Fouts and the Dan Marinos go, yeah. not so in the 80s. And, and the AFL had some throw. So yeah.
3: what was the numbers, McKenzie? 1977, 140 yards passing. 1978, 160 yards passing.
0: I uh, know. Was that the big jump? Maybe
3: I have the year off by one. Like if you look at 1979, year. 180 yards passing. It actually jumped 20 years, 77, 78, 79, and 80. About 20 yards per year. Got Probably up to because 200.
2: the NFL old school fossils. We got to run the ball. You know they didn't well, adjust. Orro Campbell
4: fast enough. was right there at the same yeah. time, right? Yeah. With
3: Dan Pastorini.
4: Yeah.
3: All right. And <laughs> he got old fast. Oh, <laughs> well, Pastorini. Oh yeah. So in 2028, the Lions will be celebrating their fourth. Super Bowl championship is what you're saying. <laughs> no, because I don't
0: expect an immaculate reception because they don't have Franco Harris, mother. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> ever. All right. So I like this play. Um, again, it's, to me, it's listen, the power ratings are going to be right most of the time. Right? And if they're not, they're going to get gobbled up pretty yep. quick. You're, you're, what I think people talk about how hard it is to win NFL sides. I'm not saying it's easy, but to me, the way to win it is fading the public. But even that's so much harder than it used to be because they don't sure. let the public affect the line as much.
2: Look at the Vikings. They're an 11-win team, and nobody's, the public's not supporting them. Or they're not supporting them enough to offset the wise feels guys. like the public will be on the Raiders.
0: I also think the following. It's so much easier to win early in the season.
2: I, in every sport. Yeah, every but I think NFL sport.
0: more than it used to be.
2: Although I will say, I think college, the Bulls might be different. That's the one time where like it's, the, it's a double tail. Beginning the of the year of and end yesterday. of the year.
0: Well, see, to me, the bowls are interesting because I think the the transfer por- portal changes everything. Oh, compl- especially it, it, this year.
1: Yeah, but it, it's, it's it's a disaster now because you can—what was the first bowl game where uh, the nation's leading rusher, no indications of him opting out, all of a sudden, right before the game, he's not wearing pads. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, uh, great bet, you
0: know. <laughs> now here, here's the thing. I mean, every in theory, everyone except the sh- uh, the real syndicates are going to be playing mm-hmm. on the same field. There, you know, meaning you're going to miss some of those. You're going to get some right. Yeah. I think this thing with Saban, and we won't talk about now. I know you guys are going to be talking about as yeah, AM. Week, yeah. But this this thing where he got like maybe a top, you know number one pick in the draft, potentially playing in a bowl game that's not even a playoff game. What's going on there? Insurance. I know, but still, I just love that say I mean everyone's like,
4: yeah.
1: Well, maybe he's maybe Saban with his connections knows that he's not the number one overall pick. And selling him that if he does play we and play
0: well, the, we don't even know he who the number, the number one, number one pick. who has the number one pick. Right? The Texans. Well, maybe. Hmm. They play pretty well lately. <laughs> I I'll, I'll tell you this though, every other coach is like. Uh, I I respect the kid's right to it's it's a profession and his livelihoods a stake and he's got to feed his family. I mean, it's like you should be mad if you're a coach and say we worked this hard now this pussies. Yeah. you know. The Bulls have team, changed. I'm not saying that. Yeah, the
1: bowls have changed though. Coaches use these games now as practice the start them. of next season.
0: I know, I know. I just w- why have something that no one cares about?
1: That's they, why the playoffs should always be selected after the bowl games. As long as there's betting on, it, it's fine.
0: After the bowl. But that's, that's how just you, extended the season one more game.
1: That's how you save bowl season. That's how you save. That's how you don't need to extend the playoffs. It's the best system for college football. You play your traditional bowl matchups. The bowl games become relevant again. People watch them because no players are opting out. And then you select the teams well, after the bowl games.
0: Only teams that have a chance with one more win to make the playoffs. Sure. So right now, the number one pick odds, Bryce Young, is is he the favorite? Yes. Plus 100. And C.J. Stroud plus one hundred and fifty. What's Will Levis plus three hundred? But take you, a flyer. Do you Will really want
2: to go to Houston though? I guess you do. Houston's a pretty good team for. Well, I mean, they're gonna be. Yeah. Great I mean, massages. That's the quite. <laughs> wow. That's
0: been cleaned up, dude. <laughs> All right, let's keep rolling, Franco. You know something? <sighs> we took a break and tried to find that immaculate reception. The call that everyone's familiar with you can't find on the internet i'm gonna do that christmas eve i think (laughs) any closing thoughts boys jack tatum was a cheap shot artist i'll tell you that the ball did hit him though poor daryl stingley's not walking today (laughs) that was a cheap shot you remember that oh i remember Guy goes out for the ball, he says um, – apparently he went for, like, the third vertebrae or something. It was
2: a different world. Joe Turkey Jones picked up Bradshaw and literally give, pile drove him into the ground, and he got 15 yards for it. And Bradshaw was out for a month, right? No,
0: Bradshaw played that rest of that game. Bradshaw was <laughs> – listen, if it was any – I think quarterback, he broke his collarbone. And he played. Any quarterback <laughs> tougher than Bradshaw probably was Big Ben. Mm. And, I, you, yeah. I, you know, the, we always glorify the old guys. Big Ben's the toughest. I don't even think it's close. Uh, Brett Favre maybe was up there. Ben missed a lot, but he took a beating, mm. and then he had a few uh, brushes with the law. <laughs> Haven't we all?
2: You he have. He teaches them.
0: Well, not if he's accosting uh, people. But never I'm,
2: convicted of any felony.
0: No dope. Oh wait, that was Carlitos way. Next game. Okay, so we got the bill. This is my four way. The nope. bill. Hey.
2: Are we, are we not going to
1: do my, my five-weight? I'm only 60% on the year with my five-weight bets. Are you going to skip over he, it?
0: Th- wasn't your five-weight a crossfire with Faz? No, that was my four-weight.
1: No. All right. Go ahead. I'm just saying. You like, should let me do my best bet of nine it, and six.
2: You have the conch. Go <laughs> ahead. Good bet.
1: I think it's the best bet of the week. All right. Go ahead, baby. The Tennessee Titans laying three points at home against the Houston Texans. Yes. Tennessee has lost four straight games. It's the first four-game losing streak under Mike Vrabel. This is, uh, what do they call it, Un- uncharted waters uh-huh. Uh-huh. for this team? Historic. Historic. And no Ryan Tannehill, which is why this line has significantly dropped. But From that's, seven. But that's okay. If we look at this game of where our power ratings at pregame.com mm-hmm. have both of these teams, Tennessee— is minus 0.2 Houston minus 6.4. That is a 6.2 gap between the two teams. Mm -hmm. The game is in Nashville where there is a significant weather impact in this game. It's going to feel like it is six degrees, 14 mile per hour winds with 29 mile per hour wind gusts. I would argue that that is going to favor the Tennessee Titans with Derrick Henry running the football versus the Houston Texans, who are the 30th ranked EPA against the rush in the NFL. I am going to give a full three points for home field for the Titans at home against an indoor team in the Houston Texans.
0: Well, Oh, no, you're not really giving it for home field. You're saying there's home field and then there's extenuating circumstances.
1: Sure. I let's, just, let's do it that way. But I believe this spread should be higher than the 6.2 gap. And if you look at the look ahead line, it was actually eight point eight. We're talking a drop now from eight point eight to three, just because of Malik Willis.
0: You know what dawns on me? If he was in court defending himself, he would talk in his cadence. Now <laughs> like you never talk like this, but, but, but when you do a handicap,
1: you... but let me because I'm leaving room for you to to, to interject here. I, I got no problem doing that. <laughs> so we're dropping this spread by five point eight right, so points from what,
2: What's the drop? Four and a half points from 10 held to Malik Willis. That's not 5.8, is it? No, it's not. Now, these two Your
1: teams. Your Honor, I
2: object.
4: These, well, 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 these no, two no, teams be played
1: earlier this season. And who was the quarterback for the Tennessee Titans in that game? Malik, Malik Willis. Man. We had the Titans as a one point favorite on the road in Houston with Malik Willis at the quarterback position. What has changed?
0: Oh Tennessee's lost four in a row.
1: Okay, and, and Houston's gone on to win all these games? Well,
0: I mean, let well hold on. Let's be candid here. Is Houston has played about as good a two games as you I mean, they've covered the spread effectively by what? Uh seven, like twenty one points in two games? Yeah,
2: they're an eighteen and a fourteen point dog and they lost twice by a field goal. I bet against
0: them both times.
2: Yeah. Uh <laughs> and, and there were powerful tra- they got outgained by three hundred yards last week.
0: Th- there's powerful trends. On um, teams laying more than ten points late in the season, it's like only team. I mean, it, it, it's it's strong. You know,
2: this Houston has been remarkably consistent. This is really remarkable. They they've won one game. Their power rating right now, they're a half point worse than where they were to start the year. How is that possible? <laughs> they also how they much mean, have you
0: upgraded them in the last two weeks?
2: Uh, one point total, just, just one. Even oh, without their right. starting
1: running back, Damian Pierce, that's why who's just, now done for the year. That's why oh. they've only been one. Okay, but yeah. that, see, that's an offset.
2: You
0: guys yeah, I I know. know. You got to stop that but, because it's hard to know what every, anything is. But that so, is a
2: great point that they're losing Pierce Like uh, in cold weather is an even bigger deal. And
1: the Titans have the number one EPA defense against the Rush in the NFL. So if this is going to be a running game, I'm certainly going to back the Titans. Last time these two teams played, Tennessee out-yarded them 354-161. to Derrick Henry, 32 carries for 219 yards and two touchdowns. Tell me how this game winds up any different than that game.
0: I mean, I think Tennessee is so injured. Yeah, I, defensively. I, I yeah. mean, you know, more so. But
2: I mean, this Tennessee team is is playing bad. Well, listen. that Jacksonville game in particular, where uh, Tennessee uh, was just so <laughs> crippled, the Jacksonville just just punked them all over the field. Well, we're talking you know? about season on the line at this point now. Let me... now, now, now I'm going to address that. This I'm going to disagree with this. I don't think this. I think this game I can make a case is meaningless for Tennessee. And here's why: Tennessee has a. Well, let me make my point. Tennessee has a one game lead in division. Mm-hmm. All right, they beat. Jacksonville, the first time they played. Mm-hmm. All right, if they win Week 18 against Jacksonville, they win the division. These next well, two no, wait, they lose the next two games, and Jacksonville wins. Then they'll be a game behind, mm-hmm. and then they'll be if they beat Jacksonville, they'll tie and they'll have tie well, breaks.
0: I'll go to 538. I mean, what you're that's saying, correct
3: per 538.
0: So, so if they win or lose, there's no real adjustment.
3: Yes. Well, uh, there there, there, there is no, an no, adjustment. There is an adjustment. They go from 45% to make to win the division to 30%. But if you just pencil in they win week eighteen, Fez is right, they clinch.
0: Okay, but if they win here and lose week eighteen, they they're in the same spot. So they got to win one of the next two, is what you're saying? If they,
2: they, they win week sixteen and seventeen, mm-hmm. it's possible that they clinch. Okay, because if Jacksonville loses the but what happens game, if they
0: lose next week?
2: If they if 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 they go one and one the next two weeks, they're probably going to have to win week eighteen to get in.
0: Fine, but yeah. what I'm saying is if if you got to win one of the next two to control your own destiny. Why don't you win the first one?
2: They don't need to win either. They can lose them both. Doesn't matter as long as they win week eighteen, they're in.
0: So do do that, Mackenzie. Have Jacksonville win every game except the last week, and have Tennessee lose, lose, win. So have Jacksonville win, win, lose, and the Titans clinch. Okay. So and there's no scenario. It doesn't have to wait on anything else. It's hundred percent.
1: Yes. What if they lose
2: that game to Jacksonville at the end of the year? All right. so, but,
4: and
0: So then they're out. Well, 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 I,
1: then
2: so, so they, they might be they might get in if they win week sixteen and seventeen. Exactly. So go, I'm sorry.
0: Go win win and uh uh let's think. If it's loss, loss. We didn't do that one, right? If they
2: go win, win, lose, they they probably have like a sixty five percent. Yeah, go win win lose 64 percent.
0: But have Jacksonville matters. have Jacksonville go win, win, lose. So what is it then?
2: I think you want you you said both teams are gonna lose week eighteen.
0: No, I had uh, Tennessee
2: winning. Well as long as Tennessee wins week eighteen, they clinch.
0: Right. Okay. So wh- where's the where's the variable at the then?
2: variable is that if if Tennessee wins week sixteen and seventeen, mm-hmm. they force Jacksonville to win. Okay.
0: Both. So go win, win, and then have Jacksonville go lose, lose.
2: Have Jacksonville go lose, win, and then Tennessee clinches because they'll get a two game lead going into week eighteen. They have a one game lead right now.
0: Okay. I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't understand how you're saying there's a way they can clinch and not even need to win week 18, but they have to win here, and you're saying it's a meaningless game. I it's mean, It's
2: not a meaningless game, All right, but it's not the most important game. They know already week 18 is the key game.
0: Let's talk about this line. This line doesn't make sense to me. There's injuries. There's a backup quarterback, but right now this is pretty much saying that, te- that Tennessee's the 31st best team in the league. Yes, do you? Is that what you have them ranked? No, I've got them 29th. So pretty close. Yeah, I got them a point and a half better though. So the, that's that's the ultimate question here: Is Tennessee the second worst team in the league, only behind Houston? No, with the backup quarterback, still no. All
2: right, that's that's the whole debate. We can mm-hmm. him and Howell. Who's stu- better, Atlanta, Indianapolis, or Tennessee?
0: Tennessee. I think Atlanta's like twenty second or twenty third. Yeah. I mean, you you just better Atlanta over Pittsburgh. Right, the, the two weeks ago. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I mean, I don't think Atlanta's. In, I mean, I don't know who the. No, worst... I've got Denver, Atlanta, and Indianapolis clearly better than Tennessee. So
0: yeah. Chicago's better than you thought.
2: Chicago, have got yeah, they're better. <laughs> yes, they don't win.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. but maybe that's per, well. They only need one more win. I might not get it. Yeah, you're right. That that would be a real sin. Um, I I don't see anything else that matters. I mean, is how good is this team and what's the motivational issues? Only question now
2: is No, the matchup. He's saying the rushing oh. and the frozen tundra in Tennessee is a big matchup advantage, which I agree with.
0: Okay, I accept that.
2: Yeah, you got Derrick Henry against the, the worst rushing defense in the NFL. I'm on board with this. I, I think a one dimensional um right no one stops Derrick Henry who, who can't stop the run and with cold weather. This it's a trap
0: it's a trap game. No, I'm being serious. It's like they are begging you to take Tennessee. Begging. Do, you, do you want to do what they're begging you to do, Fez? God, no. I know there's a lot of people that think they're smart and they say there are no traps. Well, define what a trap is, right? Is I can promise you, I've talked to enough bookmakers, Fez, you can tell me if you agree. If they feel like that they can make something a particularly appealing to the public— and still keep it where it's a 50-50 prop. They they're gonna do that because they want more action. Everyone talks about splitting action as if it's always the same amount of action. The amount of action means a ton, and thus, can you get more action with a different mm-hmm. line, but still be winning if they go lopsided on that game,
2: mm-hmm. right or wrong? Right. And I want to ask Malik Willis. He played for Liberty. I don't know where Liberty. It's in the south somewhere. Virginia. Virginia.
0: Hold on, hold on a second. Who at the line of three? Where do you where do you they you think the money's going to come in at?
2: They're going to take a blizzard of money on Tennessee monastery and
0: that's they they're saying bring they it want, on, bring
2: it on, bring it on. I they know what they're saying. They're saying all the all of our professional bettors bet plus f- five, four, and plus three and a half. So bring on the monastery Well, bring that's it because
1: on. they all bet it. Bef- no, because they got inside information on the Tannehill news.
2: Yes, because uh, the plus if five, if around, on the plus no, five, but not
1: on the plus, well, not on the plus three, plus three and a half. If you look around, like the Tannehill news is not anywhere. No, I accept it's that. It's just like, but what I'm a saying local is mo- va- now, now a- we're seeing reports that Tannehill' season's over.
0: A vast majority of the action, no, it's oh, The season's over.
1: Yeah, Tannehill's out for the year.
0: Now that's interesting, because does that demoralize the team?
2: The, no, no, what that says. I, I hate to like preempt like discussing this game. We got to bet Jacksonville to win the division. I know, well, I know, I know that they were like plus one hundred and fifty, and now we're gonna have to lay minus one hundred and ten. But I still think well, it's a good. Bet. if you
0: can get one hundred and ten, it's great. It's one hundred and forty-five right uh, now. So yeah. it's it's what it, what it's showing you is, you know, and we saw the same thing um, with Philadelphia, right? And and hurts is a lot of markets down the road moved in a way that tells you this is maybe more serious.
2: That's a great point. Yeah, because yeah. here, so so here we've literally had a hundred cent move. On this th- th- this information, it seems right with this Week 18 showdown So give the coming.
0: break-even percentage, minus 150, plus 150, just to give an idea of the import of
2: it. Right. So Jacksonville was 40% to win the division before the Tannehill News. And now they're being valued being you know close to 60% to win the division.
0: It's double. Just saying. 50%. <laughs> Well, no, you're saying. It, oh, I'm sorry. It's 50 percent more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I meant
1: 50. percent But I think this. Sorry, I, think, <laughs> I, I was trying to be I think this nah, nah. is the game, though, that they'll have the easiest time preparing for because Malik Willis prepared already for a week as the starting quarterback against this Houston Texans team. Now that's an. So ex- he spent a whole week. That is an excellent. Spent point. a whole week of preparation in the film room, watching the Texans, breaking down the How Texans. How about Houston got to see him? Sure, that could be an advantage for Houston that they saw him for a week. But in that game, they just ran Derrick Henry 32 times. They Did we not go
2: out. under? Don't we play under? Houston's not going to score, and all, all Tennessee's going to do is, is get five yards of carry all the, game the
1: total's off. 35 and a half.
0: Boy, you get that mm-hmm. low. It just takes one five. And, and Malik Willis is going to – remember, let's go to what they all did
2: turnovers.
1: Ag-
0: against, against Kansas City. It was run mm-hmm. the ball or throw go routes, mm-hmm. right, which was fairly effective. They only needed, like, a pass interference. You know, I think until they can crack that, and then you run them on a few play- – but are they going to run them now? Who's the 3rd and quarterback? Right. I don't even know. I'll get that.
1: I mean, I guess what I mean, he's not good. Uh, they signed Josh Dobbs. Yeah, not good. Yeah.
0: So it's oh, like maybe they goals. don't. Do they run him as much?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Boy, I tell you, I like under Malik Willis running yards, rushing yards. Think about it. If they're, if they're favored here, if, they, if they're if they up by 10, which is very possible, you think they're running him?
1: So in that last game that they won 17-10, uh, Malik Willis had five carries for 12 yards.
2: Which tells me Houston, <laughs> like I'm under for for pass yards all.
1: He yeah, was six of but ten. But you're right;
2: they could hit a go route.
1: Six of it's ten true. passing for 55 yards. They only attempted ten passes the whole
2: night. I like pass attempts under, and I like rush yards under. Well, with but the they weather, could, they're not going to attempt they, any passes. Yeah, but they could hit a big one.
0: See, that's what confuses me. Who wouldn't think they're not going to score? Like going under under rush or a uh, pass yard, it all seems like what like a, a smart eighth grader would think.
2: Yeah, but the problem is you've got to price 112 college basketball games, and you've got all these bowl games, and now you've got all these NFL games. and Everyone's already betting them, and now you got to put up all this product, and it's just, you just it's just too hard. It's right. too much
1: work. So the computer just spits out the season
0: long averages. And there's
2: your and may, Maybe they make a tweak at five yards when it should be and, full yards. And are these yards. are these props getting hit? Immediately, I mean, I know the Sunday morning ones are, but like, yeah, when what they happens? Com- they come out Wednesdays mm-hmm. typically at DraftKings and FanDuel and the East Coast shops, and then they get annihilated, annihilated. But are people like waiting there for them? Yes. Okay. Yeah.
0: So the the question is, is it even pertinent until that first? I mean, unless you're there, you know, chomping at the bit or champing, as someone would say.
2: And then, it's, and then you got to have a, a documented loser guy that has full limits because all the, the, the people who are winning have had their limits cut to the bone.
1: Fine. I'll go back there and place the bet. Scott, bets. you got to get to Arizona.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Now, are you done with your best bet? I'm
1: done with my best bets. Case closed. So you,
0: you had the trap game of the week is your best bet. Yep. Fez likes it. Listen, maybe I have too much respect for the bookmaker. I just know it's hard to win. That's all I know. My four weight coming up. But first... Chicago Bears plus eight and a half against the Bills. This is a trend play to end all trend plays. In fact, I had Chicago in a trend play last week. It was 23 and Oak Fez's trend before it lost the same bet with Philly the week before. So it was one and 23. And then it was again last week. Do you think I did I blanch? Mm. No, I said fire. Mm-hmm. And we barely won. Um, but we won this week. It is a post Buffalo Miami trend that is going to blow. I shouldn't even give this out. That's how
1: good it is. It's that good. So this is uh, don't po- look don't look at the screen. No, no, no. So I'm, I'm just clarifying. Either of you? You said post Miami. So this is the uh, Bills. Here's a, here's a scenario. Yeah. The
0: Bills play at home. Okay. Against the Dolphins. All right. Which the ne-
1: they do once a year.
0: Once a year. Yeah. Next week, Bills do poorly. Now, there's 31 games in the sample. Give me what you think Fez would be outside like this, would be like, wow. It's this? 31 games. 22 and Mm 9. I was
2: going to say 21 and 10.
0: Mm -hmm. 4 and 27 against the (laughs) spread.
2: You you know what? what I'm embarrassed to say that's just beyond statistically significant.
0: It's uh, only nine points per game.
2: I I got I, I got to give an attribution here. All uh, right. So I used to belong to this Tuesday group. Well,
0: hold on a second. I just gave the trend of trends, and your theory is you're going to try to taunt me right now? No, I'm going to reinforce. Go
2: ahead. So one of the members of our Tuesday group. Well, I heard you say attribution. I thought it couldn't be me. He was not the. He was not a professional gambler. He was not the sharpest guy in our group. Well,
0: you didn't think any of them were fat.
2: Some of them were, you were darn No,
0: you—that's where you became a hated person. Was that Tuesday? I, night.
2: I, I love, possibly so, but I love, I love Bill Ritchie. <laughs> and like, Big w- Ritchie was—that w- like, was last year.
0: No, <sighs> no. I heard a story about you. I didn't know you at this point. Is supposedly you came in and said no one's allowed talking unless were you saying you should decide who gets to talk or how did it
2: go it would take like 8 hours oh i'm sure you had an excuse it would what? take like 8 hours to me and they'd say well, all right, we're going to start with the first game and then everybody would go around the circle and everybody would talk for 10 minutes about each game would they and every talk game. like
0: in Scott's voice
2: and then i'd be like why don't we just have everyone present their best bets so we can like like not be here for 8 hours but
0: it was more than that you were trying to dictate who could comment on I certain i was
2: trying to change the format
0: so you could talk as much as you wanted but no one else could
2: I just wanted to change. You were trying apartment. to help them. You were trying to help them. And how do I even know of this story? All I know is I was trying to talk more about advantage betting techniques, and they just want to go game by game. Do you realize they're very lonely, those people? I don't know about that, but let me get back you to Glenn. Don't know about that. You think they had a bustling family life? Well, Glenn, <laughs> Glenn is from Buffalo, and he actually said, "Listen, guys, for whatever Who reason, cares about this." You do. All right, go listen. Ahead. Listen. <laughs> listen, <laughs> Mr. Bell. I'm just hoping
0: you get to you're
2: it. gonna learn something. Listen. I, I want to learn. He says, for whatever reason, I'm from Buffalo. We hate Miami. That's our biggest rival. We that's the game we get up for. And whenever we play yep, Miami, you want to bet Buffalo against Miami, and then you wanna fade him the next week. And this was ten years ago that Glenn was saying this. And you and now the trend you've discovered supports what the man was saying.
0: Four and twenty-seven, eight point nine four points, and it fits perfectly. And there's no tighteners. There's no nothing. How do you tighten that? You no. don't. You're pretty blown away. That's when I pull out a trend, Scott. That's strong. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. Not like well, th- I'll do you
1: one better. The Bills th- are two and eight, two and six ATS in their last eight games
0: oh, overall. But, damn! It's a double whammy. <laughs> <laughs> that's good too. Now,
4: now, now, I will say this:
0: I do think the Bills have, are not as good. I mean, like there, there's been clearly not as good. I mean, there's been something amiss. I mean, I was, let's be honest, I was trying to push pretty hard for Miami, plus seven and a half. I didn't take it in my contest either, Fred. so I'm not going to blame So they me.
2: had a streak of four games where the Buffalo, where they outgained their opponents, but they outscored their opponents by like an average of one point per game. I mean, it was just like they became an average team after, this was after the Josh Allen injury, when it got banged up.
0: And it doesn't feel like it's turned around. No. And I mean, I don't know the cause of it, but if we, let's look at that EPA chart
2: again, last thing here, it's going to back it up. Is um, You know, I got a professional better that, that texts me like he pass posts it, of course, but like every time Buffalo doesn't cover, he says, for the life of me, I can't understand why this team, everyone still thinks that Buffalo is like the elite team in the NFL. They stink.
0: So as you, can, as you guys can see here is they started out like gangbusters. They had a, a dip where they lost those couple games. Then they went up for a little while to about plus 50 EPA points, and they've been, they were at plus 50
2: EPA points for like four or five games. Like They were flat. They're like a jetliner leveling off at 10,000 10, feet, or I guess 30,000
0: uptick, But now it's been like four more games yeah. that they've been flat. So listen,
2: remember, this is cumulated. So it's not average. So they've been playing like it was kind of like a slightly above average team the last four weeks. Nothing yeah. more.
0: And I don't love anything else about this game, to be honest. I don't like that Justin Fields got hurt again last week, which might make it. He's going to play, but maybe they're disinclined to run. Is he on the injury report? So Roto World, there's no new injury updates. I heard it discussed in multiple places that he got banged up a little bit. You know, Here's the question. They got their pick. It's not like some of these situations like the Rams, uh, Seattle, or I guess Denver. I mean, how motivated is Chicago to win right now? Like they could have the number two pick, right? They have three wins yeah i mean houston it'd be funny houston could have won the last two of course they don't have to win they just have to hang around (laughs) um chicago yeah Yeah. i agree but i'm just saying i don't think you can they have the worst defense in the league right
2: oh god yes yeah so
0: you almost got to bet
2: chicago and over if you bet chicago i'm not betting over in zero degrees and wins but zero to be worse than that doesn't the market account for that um, it will post. I don't think it's accounted for yet. Yeah, Open 41. Don't wait till it's, post. Yeah. It's it, at 40 yeah.
1: right now. So well, the weather's calling for four degrees at kickoff with a field temperature of minus 17, 23 mile yeah, per we hour. Got
2: so that's going to limit offense, which yeah. makes our points more valuable. And this is, this is real important. And RJ has spoken about this numerous times. It's not. The total still the, 40 in this game. The, yeah. The, um, the scoring goes down in cold weather. Cold weather suppresses scoring. It's just that the market overreacts to it to and the point I don't where there's. If I
0: agree with that. I think extremely cold weather. Mm-hmm. It's got to be below twenty. Uh, yes. Anything in the twenties is the weather's not the cold isn't the issue.
2: It it's a minor issue. It's not. Significant. It
0: doesn't repress scoring. It might hurt certain teams generally.
2: If it, team by team basis, I think that's good. It,
0: across it, it, the league, it doesn't though. Across the league, the scoring in the twenties is unaffected. Really? Yeah, I, but but once it hits a certain—now, mm. here's the thing. Most of the time that it's in the 20s, there's wind, mm. and thus, oh, okay. it's the it's wind. It's
2: correlation with the cold to the wind. Okay. It, it, it,
0: if, there, if there's no wind and it's cold in the 20s, you're good. Okay. If anything, I like over them. Hard to tackle. I, I just imagine. Really
2: hard to tackle in the cold.
1: And I also think hard to catch the football. I think these guys' hands are frozen
0: but it's twenty. I don't know. I mean, I, I I guess I'll just say, I don't say this often, but the data, I mean, there's been numerous studies on this. Like every fantasy site's done a study on it. I mean, and there's academic papers
2: on it. It's when well, I know the games go over in the 20s because the market overreacts to oh it's cold. But I'm talking about the scoring. Yeah. All
0: right, but you know what? Next week it's going to be cold too, so I'll, yeah. I'll dust off. But that's maybe the you know
1: what? Maybe maybe there is a correlation because like Fed says it's hard to tackle. Maybe when it's cold, these guys aren't as inclined to be as physical, and so it could open up more scoring.
0: You no, know, that's interesting because that's the same thing with persistence. Precipitation is you think it hurts the offense, but if it's slick, it hurts the defense. Yes, because the defense
1: doesn't know where they're going. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um so but if there's wind. And there's heavy wind.
1: Well, then now you're not passing, yeah.
0: It's a huge factor, sure. And it's it's invisible in a way, unless the, there's a real big but, flash. But here's,
1: here's the thing: we saw Josh Allen play in the windiest game in in history and throw the ball all all around the field. Oh, they <laughs> but, they got beat like
0: yes. like six. Not Patriots or whatever, did right? it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, like, what do they do now in this game? Do they go to that same game script that they did against the? I think, it's, a, they they, from I think
0: it's an advantage for sure to have the strongest arm in the league. Yeah. yeah. A guy that can run the ball. And remember, the Bills have the number one seed at stake. I mean, one more loss. It's a good point. Kansas City, if you look at their first quarter, they have one of the best EPAs. Second quarter, one of the best EPAs on offense. Third quarter, one of the best. Fourth quarter, they're like in the 20s. Hmm. Okay? So you can think, that's horrible, right? Okay. But in close and tight games, which is a uh, football outsider stat, they're actually like number two. So think about it; they're good in the first, like great in the first, great in the second, great in the third, and great in tight and close games, which is the fourth. What's it's all about la- motivation. It's it's only blowouts, mm-hmm. and we've seen now for multiple years they lose these games like the Houston last week, or they don't cover right. And but I do think that people are sleeping a little on Kansas City. I mean, no one has that profile of. For you know, top three, top three, top three, top three, effectively, except for when it's a blowout. Because mm-hmm. when you look at fourth quarter, they look bad. But there's two kinds of fourth quarters, right? Sure. Yeah, I think that's a fascinating point. It's got me a lot more in Kansas City just generally.
2: And and we always talk about Kansas City being the on-off switch team, if there is one. That when they need it, they always can switch it. Up. This
0: year felt different because it was without the cheetahs. You would say, mm-hmm. okay. Oh, no, this is interesting. If you do a 30-70 filter, so we're giving a lot of garbage time, right? We're saying we're giving you the sweet 40 in the middle, and then we're taking off the top 30 and the bottom 30, right? which is just a team's win percentage uh, chance at any given play.
3: In the fourth quarter.
0: In the fourth quarter, Kansas City. So what he did here, this is smart. He said, I'm going to make this such a big kind of garbage time that we're going to have competitive games effectively between 30 and 70. Kansas City's EPA is their first.
3: It's double number three. So give this the top three. KC number one, Vikings very clutch number two, Bengals number three. And KC's double the Bengals. Yes, an EPA per play. So
0: every snap, they make double as many points. (laughs) Wow. So it tells you as much as the fourth quarter is going to be. Now, just do fourth with no garbage time. See, this to me. Is why Kansas
2: City's going to win the Super Bowl? I
0: should have a better record than a j, mm-hmm. but I don't
2: well, you don't get to bet when the quarter's starting in the fourth quarter
0: <laughs> well, but that tells you things so where where's Kansas City at They're tenth yeah, see that's interesting. It's funny, just real quick, I was reading some I'm doing a lot of stuff with Mackenzie, and it's good. I'm happy, and we're gonna put some stuff out soon um. I was reading a lot of Football Outsiders' old posts about their method. I like to gleam stuff. And back two, three years ago, I think it was three, Aaron Schatz made a big change. Is he said, we are going to now account for the dome. Now, they always kind of discounted the offenses in a dome by a little bit, saying it's easier in a dome. But for some reason, they didn't give advantage to the defenses that played in a dome. If you're going to disadvantage the offense, you got to say, well, defense has a disadvantage, Mm. right? And they didn't, but then they did, right? It was just a quirk. Mm -hmm. And when they did, there was one team, like, think about the Lions, you know, all the dome teams, right? They're playing eight plus games in a dome. One team, I think it was Tennessee, which wasn't even a dome team, but I don't remember who, their defense went from the 24th on the year, this is like 10 years ago, right? To the 8th. So, everyone's saying, trust the numbers, trust the numbers. No one that quoted, how many times did you hear, well, DVOA said, I mean, AJ's a champ at that. DVOA says... which I like referring to good quality numbers, but we're acting like God came down from the mountaintop with Moses and said, here's the 10 commandments. And by the way, here's DVOA for the week. <laughs> and it's like when a change, if I would have asked a thousand people that quoted DVOA how they handle state, enclosed stadiums or you know domes would three have known five maybe mm-hmm. so the other 9,995 were talking about gospel to an opaque black box mm-hmm. that's why the crash happened in 2009 it really is everyone thought oh math is on my side except the math was wrong
2: mm-hmm.
0: that's it I should have just came in for that anything else well,
2: with that, this game? With, with that trend, I'm betting Chicago. That's it's strong. Makes sense.
1: This is AJ's four weight as well, and my one weight.
0: So, Fez, he's going to beat you up on that. Now, how much every game he's over, how much does he make? I don't know. No, he didn't bet anything with you. Like zero. 0.0. You got to let the guy have some fun, though, yeah, right? There you go. I mean, you get all sour. Um. Okay, so we actually didn't do AJ's five. Should we wait for the end? Like,
1: a re- let's do that. Let's reveal it because he's because he's got the best five weight record. So yeah, he's doing great. Suspense.
0: I think he's. I- I'm surprised he even sent him. P- you know, I always dreamed this is never going to happen of winning the super contest, b- leading by si- not the goal by six games, entering the final week, not even submit. No, just do live stream flipping coins. Yeah, and so answer right. it or something. Oh,
1: like so, leading to the point where yeah. you have you have the yeah. win locked up. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not going to happen, but.
0: You remember Spicoli had the dream when he was yeah.
2: surfing, it'd be like that kind of thing? Now, many thought Cutback Atkins yeah, was the guy was to beat. Yeah, that was
0: great. It sounded like the announcers <laughs> we were listening to in the 70s. And then he goes, and then I think I'm going to on over to England with the making the stones.
2: <laughs> anyway. Where'd you get that jacket, man? That's nice.
0: Yeah, he knows the movie. All right, so no, that's a great movie. Is um, you know that's from a book that's out of print. It's like a thousand bucks to get the. And Cameron Crowe Crow wrote the book before really? the movie came out. Um, there's actually, you know, I like Bill Simmons a good bit, but he had a great interview with Cameron Crowe about six, eight weeks ago, and they were talking about the history of uh, Almost Famous was going on Broadway. Mm-hmm. I think. Have you seen Almost Famous?
1: Uh yeah, long, long time ago.
0: One of my top ten movies of the century. Yeah. Century. I, yeah. Uh huh.
1: Rolling Stone.
0: That and um The Saints in Newark. No. The Minutes. <laughs> I right, we're gonna wait for AJ's and we're gonna play Blossom before. You know, this
2: is a, a crossfire with me and AJ.
0: So he's not he he figures he can be he's a, he can wow. beat you and not even be his, here. His
1: winning streak's about to end. But he did record his pick for us,
0: so that so everyone's waiting for. It. We're gonna have him rasp, and he's I, What's I, I I haven't heard this. Okay, minus seven hundred. He coughs during the during the pick. I mean, no comment. Uh-huh. <coughs> Is this on? <coughs> I mean, oh my god, I gotta hear. In fact, we'll go one more game and then do that. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, what's next? Let's go. To, so we're not doing his five. We're, correct. All
1: right. Let's go to uh, our, your three weight and AJ's two weight. The Detroit Lions over the Carolina Panthers. So he's on my side. Okay. He's on your side. So you should feel good. What's yeah? What's
0: <laughs> what's Carolina's playoff odds? Twenty-three percent. Right. Mm, I don't like that. All right. I got two words: Sam Darnold. They they they've been trying to avoid. He's not throwing the ball. It's like they've gone single wing. I, I think it, the first week it was a little effective. Steelers shut it down like no one's business. Dominated. Dominated. And Steelers got a decent D. It's not that great. I just, I, and, and to some degree, it, it just feels like Carolina's been holding on. They feel like uh, Jason from the Friday the 13th series. They can't kill the guy, you know. But I think he's still alive, though. Yeah, well for sure.
2: I don't know if that analogy is. It went to straight
0: like. to Netflix. But that's what I'm saying. I'm a little frustrated, <laughs> but but I'll be candid. Detroit is playing exceptionally well. And one of the things that I mean, you were saying before the pod fest, you have them what fourth in the NFC?
2: Yes. And and this last week, this was the game they're supposed to lose. They're playing the Jets, contending team on the road. Games
0: like Jets were a one point favorite. Bad
2: right? weather. Exactly. That's the the there, there was sharp money on the Jets. Yeah, it goes up to minus two. And Detroit, hey, you know what? They, um the people are like, hey, they got that punt return. That was lucky. Well, they did get stuffed on the one on fourth and goal. Also, so I, I, I would argue they deserved a touchdown during that confluence of events. Uh, either team could have won. Uh, Detroit's playing very well. Well, I
0: mean, uh, it's easy. It's too. E- it's trite to me to say any team could have won. We've got our numbers. Let's take a look at it. Um, I haven't seen these. So Carolina had a six percent chance against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And what game were we were saying De- oh, Detroit Jets. Detroit Jets. Okay, now yeah, fifty-five percent Detroit actually. Coin flip. Yeah. So I had the Jets. God darn it! I can't catch a break this year. What are we down one game or two games? One game i got to make it one game in three weeks, Fred. You don't want to be around me Friday and Saturday. I'm, I'm not going to lose.
2: You're not going to lose. You're fine. All
0: right. Icy maybe calm. you can take five minutes and give me some time on Saturday Icy now. I see calm. I know you're making all this like $1,000 here and there. At some point, maybe think of the big chat. I see calm. We'll make it happen. All right. And maybe AJ's. Yes. we got to use AJ. Maybe we just use AJ's five.
2: It's a crossfire
4: yeah,
0: well, with us, though. Yeah,
2: that's the problem. That's what we should have done. So what are you like in this game? I... Have nothing on this game. I made the game based on my power ratings, one and a half only. So, I, I I would lean to Carolina, but I my gut says Detroit wins again. So here's my thoughts. You talked about
1: a trap spot with the with uh, the Titans that oh, they want you to take the Titans at the three. This is the trap of all traps. You got the lines here at under a field goal. Seems like a gift, right?
0: Well, hold on, hold on. That's how the squares of the square. But that's think. what you said. But not There's the squares of the square. Track. I'm saying that mo- everyone understands being on the road is, di- or most people understand being on the road is mm-hmm. different. And and they also understand that two and a half is games fall one, games fall two, games mm-hmm. tie. So, you know, anyone that says, oh, it's just pick the winner, you know, I don't th- I think if anything, the fact it's
2: not three. <sighs> We got the Dome team playing in the Mm -hmm. wintertime, 22-degree wind chill. That's the point I'm trying to make What's the
0: weather? 22-degree wind chill? Yeah. What's the feel on the field, TJ Yates number?
1: Uh, Clyde Yates or whatever his name is. My report says 9 degrees. Oh, geez, I don't like that. It's a 21 degrees, feels like 9, 12-mile-per-hour winds at kickoff. That's not good.
0: You know, I don't know. I just think it's an energized team. And to be honest, it it fall it, it's when I have to pick five games a week, it's too many, right? So what I tend to do is i rever- occasionally I find these systems that are like sixty percent, and this was one of them. And I like playing a hot team late. I tell you, teams that are hot late tend to do better. We were looking at the chart today as much as I'm a contrarian player, I think more favorites late in general. Mm. Uh, though not the last
2: week of the year. I think the last week. That's is, a totally different.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So
1: the theory is that the, the bad teams are looking are... towards the end of the season already.
2: Looking towards their own stats, perhaps.
0: Or their contract the winnings.
2: I think what it is, is injuries.
0: I think some decisions. teams are injured. Some teams aren't. And it's a spectrum, mm. but the
2: teams you usually get hot are very healthy. Like, like I saw the Rams trying to tackle the Packers, and I got to tell you, some of their defensive backs and safeties did not look very engaged.
0: But they played hard against Kansas City. It matters the game, yes.
2: right? And I guess
0: Carolina's still going to play hard. Detroit, it's a phenomenon. I mean, you how excited is that team going to be going out on that field? Is there a young team? Eh.
1: In that weather, though?
0: I hear, you, you, are you press the Green button. No. Right.
1: I have no feel for I mean, I'm not betting on oh, Sam Oh, yeah. it seems like you're playing Sam Darnold. Well, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here. I'm not betting on Sam No, no, we don't need devil's advocate. Darnold.
0: We need facts. We need bets. What's next? Oh, we're going AJ, right?
1: Yes. AJ's best bet, the Green Bay Packers.
0: You know Let- something? Hold on. I got one last thing to say about this game. We got it. That's all it took. I retired that out of out of pity for him last year. Why is he the friendly ghost? Because he was seeing ghosts.
1: Oh, Sam Donald. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> He's a different player now. Well, he finally got over mono, I guess. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. Here's AJ on. Uh, I guess his What's best. His re-
0: What's his record again?
1: What is it's- it? Ten and five? No. No, that's what yours is. No, mine was nine don't, and six. Don't try to
0: bring him down. I your, thought it was
1: eleven and four. Eleven your, and four, even. To, yeah.
0: To your, here's the exact numbers, Mister AJ Hoffman, college football specialist. Eleven and four on his five weight. Eleven and four on his four weight. Ten and four, somehow on his three weight. You add that up. How much you do it real quick? Thirty-two and twelve.
2: Seventy four.
0: Better than 52.38.
2: Good enough to cash.
0: Now let's listen
6: to that guy give his very (coughs) (coughs) best pick. I'm going to go with the Packers plus four at Miami. These are two teams headed in different directions right now. And the Dolphins three-game losing streak, they are 21st in passing DVOA. First 12 weeks of the season, they were number one in that statistic The league has figured out how to slow down to, now they face a Green Bay defense that is seventh against the pass. You can run on Green Bay. That isn't what the Dolphins do. Look at the Miami Chargers games. Dolphins were facing one of the worst run defenses in the league. They ran the ball on just 38% of their plays, didn't get to 100 yards. The Dolphins are also tired. Two straight games on the West Coast, a trip to Buffalo to play in frigid temperatures, and now you go home and have to work on Christmas Day. Yuck. Chargers ran 79 plays of offense against him two weeks ago. The Bills ran 71 plays of offense against him last week. This D is gassed, and we've talked about this before. It's just too many points to give Aaron Rodgers. As a dog of more than three, Aaron Rodgers 61% in his career, and he is on an 8-1 and one cover run with seven outright winners. Matt LaFleur, 9-1 career catching more than three points packers plus four my best bet this week that sounded good suspiciously good
1: you're talking about the he's handi- acting like he's sick
6: or you're talking about the,
1: his voice not the handicap i you're talking about the handicap he, he,
0: all i could think of when he said work on christmas day was or you could just fake call off work <laughs> i mean what the oh, hell man. Man, he sounds sick
2: to you he sounded great. You sound 100, percent man. <laughs> listen, listen, to <laughs> me. Sound better than you and I all day long. What the f? Uh, I you sound call more he, congested
1: than he does.
0: Text him and tell him to get his ass down here. All right. <laughs> I mean, seriously, did he sound normal to you? It sounded perfect. It's if his... anything, I think he just got done with a workout. <laughs> I heard him town himself off. Maybe is it, is it is it is his anniversary around this time of year or something? I
1: don't know. There wasn't a lot of noise there in the was background. A, let's so. be
0: honest. There was a lot of histrionics with the... What did he say? He pulled over on the way home to puke?
1: Yeah, he was vomiting.
0: Did he have to tell his... I mean, like, I don't... On the highway. Yeah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I'm a skeptic. What do you think?
1: Uh, I, I always believe people the first time. But now that you've heard But him. if he makes a second excuse, I don't believe it. Like, you, could, get, you get one with me.
0: I found that disrespectful. He could have fake coughed once.
1: <laughs> I mean, if he just would have went, <coughs> maybe, maybe, I edited, maybe he edited it out or I edited it out.
0: He doesn't know how to edit, so you, it had to be you, and you would have never done that because you're smart enough to realize that fake cough was called for. Fez, I'm going to declare you the winner of that bet. Oh, wait. <laughs> he
2: didn't even give a second. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right,
0: any thoughts on this game? I couldn't get through all the numbers. It
2: was crazy. You're present against. I'm, it? I'm a three star the other way. So oh, it's an way. automatic cross. I, I, don't, make your case. I don't understand. I mean, it, 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 from a simplistic perspective, Green Bay is a below average team. Miami is an above average team. I'm not on an island there. Um, I think I'm pretty alone. I've got Miami three and a half points better. Where do where, where do our pregame ratings? Where do we have? We have
1: Miami sitting here at one point three. So 1.3 better than average. Mm-hmm. And we have the Packers at... They're a half point better. Half point. So 0.5. So we have, what is that? We a, have the uh, Packers a plus. 0.8 difference.
4: So
2: I am a little bit. To have an, I got Green Bay as a below average. I don't know what about Green Bay... I, like, we were talking about them improving. Their defense is still awful. They give up 5.6 yards per play. Well, the their, last...
0: their defense is the only thing awful. They're, I mean, the, if you look yeah, at DVOA, enough, example, right? I think they're like ninth or but something. But their like.
2: last three games, they've given up 6.2. They've gotten worse. And they're the team on Monday. yards per play. yards per play. Giving up 6.2. That would be worse than the league. Um, so, for the year. How many games were they worse
0: over the span of?
2: Last three games.
0: Okay, wow.
2: Uh, and they just got to play the Rams. A totally dead Ram team in the frozen tundra. Yeah, it was an impressive win on Monday Night Football. Everybody saw it. So, I would argue that that's having an impact on this. I don't know about Miami being tired. I would argue Green Bay is tired. Because Miami played well, on— well,
0: let's think about this now. Miami, they said it was a rare thing, rare, that you had two games on the West Coast.
2: But they stayed out there. They, they hung out in eight days. So Still, they...
0: that, that you don't hang out. You've been on—not you, va- you... even vacation. You've been somewhere where you're in a different place. It's, it's a training camp. No one comes back from there energized. It's a better f- than flying back and then flying. No, it's true. Yeah. It was yeah. fatiguing—then another road game— now they're Buffalo, going right. so three straight road games with being three time zone away twice, mm-hmm. okay, and I've, then a long trip in the same time
2: zone. Right. But their last game was Saturday, and Green Bay played Monday night. So now we're All now right, we're talking right. about two and a half day difference, and I think that mitigates the fact that they were out on the West Coast for for eight days. So
1: I would have been on Miami. As a very I heavy thought. play for me if the weather was better in Miami because I do think that late in the year there's a significant home field advantage that warm weather teams have, especially against cold weather teams. Now, Green Bay coming after that Monday night playing in the frigid temperature, going down to South Beach, if this was going to be a 75-degree day in Miami, I would have been all over the Dolphins. But... It's going to be in the 50s. It might be some rain. It's not. It's not going to be a big advantage for Miami here against Green Bay.
2: It still is an advantage in the sense that Green Bay has been living in, in 10 degree frozen. I agree. Gender, I agree. That's, and now they've got. They've head had head. this circled. Yes. Hey, I get to go to Miami and South Beach. And this is not a, a year Green Bay is going to make a run in the playoffs. This has a you know nice job on Monday night. Uh We're going to have some fun Saturday night. Yeah,
1: and I always think part of my handicap with these cold-weather teams going down to to Miami late in the year is that even though – their bodies are, you know, you just you, something happens to you physically when you enter into a warm weather, when you come out of cold weather, and your just body just doesn't react. You don't have the same intensity. It's like this something just clicks. Your, your body goes into vacation mode almost. And mentally, the endorphins kick in. Mentally, something happens. This yeah. is
2: a break for 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 Gray. This is a nice little now, vacay Tua for them to is go there.
1: Much better at home than he is on the road. Twelve and four ATS at home, seven, nine, and one away from home in his career, and the Dolphins. Actually, have the best home field advantage since 2006 against the spread. They are 33, 18, and three at home since 2016. Now, later in the season, November or later since 2016, 22, six, and two ATS at home.
2: And Green Bay has a long history of going to California and going to to, to Florida and really having horrendous games.
0: When it, yeah, it does feel like Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers gets distracted.
2: Yes, California. that's a great way to say it. Not necessarily the weather, but the distraction. When they go to a nice metropolitan area in the south, L.A., you know, um, Miami, they have trouble.
0: I would say this. If we look at the playoff projector, <clears throat> it, it comes up that if they went out, Green Bay— they're going to be in. It looks like you want to do is that.
1: that? Right? That's that's insane. Sixty nine percent chance yeah. to think about if where their season was and to think that this is a possibility. So they've got
0: Miami, and then who? who Minnesota.
3: Yes, they're
1: hosting
0: who has Minnesota. nothing to play
3: for. Winnable division game. Yes. and then hosting the Lions Week eighteen. Winnable division game. That
0: could be winning your end. That will be a game. I that hope will, they win that here. That
2: will be. B- could and be winning and and for both teams. So they'll be favored mm-hmm. in those last two games. Obviously, is it yeah. both home? Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah. So what you're saying here? They win this game. They got to win two games as favorites.
2: Yeah. Wow. Uh, you know that's that is interesting. So so scrap the. Although oh, then again. Does Green Bay feel like, oh, we really want to make the playoffs? Oh we can God, make yeah, a stand? it's
0: redemption. Yeah. Because if you have Aaron Rodgers, you never yeah. know. I well, mean, remember when they won it against the Steelers? They were uh, a wild card six. team.
2: That's a great point.
0: They, yeah. They were a wild
3: card team.
1: Now, do you get better odds? What What is this now, McKenzie? Plus seven hundred for the Packers to make the playoffs?
3: Yes, current odds to make the playoffs eight percent by five thirty eight. If you want to bet it, yes, yes plus seven hundred. That's like the cockroaches
2: right. are short paying
3: me. So they by put 50%. The, they put the no pretty much at
2: the true odds typically. Exactly, because yeah. who's going to tie up their money for would you for, be better off rolling over a money line for the next three weeks you'd be better off betting something you have the advantage yes you be yeah I, oh, i'm sorry when I, I, mis-
0: you guarantee win if you, uh,
2: i, I misinterpret yeah. scott's because well, they got to win Scott, the next three games to get the just, playoffs. Scott, my apologies your yeah. question was excellent and i jumped the gun yeah yes you'd be much better off just betting the money line in the three well, for a couple games.
0: reasons one if they make the playoffs and you win the three games yeah you're not going to probably i don't we get better than seven to one
2: Sure, So because- plus
1: one sixty this week. Mm-hmm. So now you're turning your, turn, your one hundred into two sixty. All right. Let's say next week against the Vikings, they're let, let Fads do this.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, Scott's Scott's kicking ass so far. So you, so you start with your hundred. Well and- he read he read the uh, the money line for the white. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, <laughs> so seven seven to one. We can pluck down our hundred, we're gonna win seven hundred, we're gonna wind up with eight hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now let's do a three team parley. So boom, we do the hundred plus one sixty. I think we would get better than that. But 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 okay, we're at two hundred and sixty. Now they're gonna be a three point uh let's see they're going to be hosting minnesota
0: probably three because minnesota's motivation is minus
2: minus 150 so we'll make we'll pick up uh 170 something like that um on the money line and we'll wind up with like 430 then we'll take the 430 to play playing detroit that detroit
0: probably two and a half if not two
2: two and a half so we'll play the money line you know what? actually i'm getting a comparable number i will probably pick up like but here's but here's the beauty 300 730 here's the
0: beauty here's the beauty you win guaranteed if you win the three games here. It's only sixty
2: percent. Uh, that's the difference. Uh, yes, because I'm coming up short paid seven thirty versus the eight hundred. I'm like, what's the shortfall? Except full? you're getting because paid hundred percent. Ba- yes, because I'm losing sometimes when I go three and that's w- the difference. W- what was the Excellent. number sixty
0: seven uh, McKenzie? Mackenzie? Sixty nine percent. Yeah, so if you go sixty nine times that, yeah. it's way more. it's like a minus two hundred bet, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good. I like it. You're learning. Thank you. All right. Next game. That sound good? So, are you back at—where are you at now, net-net, with all the considerations, feds on this game? Seems like you were back—A.J.'s shadow started looming large. The—
2: Maybe he's outside playing the, a racquetball or something. I don't know. I, You know, I'm concerned because I, I frankly, <laughs> did not know Green Bay had a viable chance for the, for the playoff run. This is—I— I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I've been Mr. Bronchitis the last nine days, and normally I have all these playoff probabilities nailed.
0: 538 is convenient the way you can just, you know.
2: The only one I'm on top of is just because of the Jacksonville. I did want to mention with the Jacksonville, Tennessee, the bet to be really to be made when you found out about Malik Willis and everyone was betting plus 7, plus 6, plus Mm 5, plus 4, you could have grabbed the stale Jacksonville to win the division, the derivative bet at plus 150, just pulling back the curtain. I know it's gone now, but that was a bet that was really good. Um, you do it, and we've spoken about this numerous times. RJ and I, oftentimes when news breaks, and you and you say you're in the shower, you didn't get it for an hour. Look for the derivatives, look for the ancillaries, the secondary markets. The they move breaks. slower.
0: And yes. now, though yep. the opportunity, not one single thing, ashes. It's all gone, Faz.
2: So I'm you not I'm not as high on Miami because I was sleeping on the fact that Green Bay is viable. You were high on Robotizing. I I've been I've been I, you know what, I the dreams I'm having but some, <laughs> I, I got to tell you this Bo-tussing. because you said you had dreams when you had covid. I'm popping this NyQuil and I am having the most freaking like like I don't do drugs. Well, you, I have dreams like I mean, you do like the I,
3: lean, don't you? The Leon? So <laughs> well, you start with some Nyquil, add some Sprite, vodka. <laughs> then it gets interesting. That's what Jamar Russell liked. Really? It's a big thing. They put
0: like a uh, Jolly Rancher in there. What? Yeah. Get, get the original, the real. Ra- but it's not. It's not Nyquil. No, that- it's cough syrup. I'm having. It's psych- real cough syrup. I'm having Codeine. psychedelic
2: yeah. dreams from the Nyquil. I've been yeah. taking Nyquil ever be, since
1: last Thursday. Did,
0: him doing acid would be. Uh, we could do a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> He'd come out being like, I don't care about money. I'm giving away my fortune. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then at the
2: end, he goes, psych. <laughs> A mixture of
0: Jolly Ranchers,
3: Sprite, and Codeine. That's the first result in Urban Dictionary. Mm-hmm. When that-
2: I bought it also, so they had the, like, the damn counter. Th- t- Are you still telling seconds. your story about NyQuil? Okay. Yeah, 18 said, I'm buying the night You know what the damn machine says? Age restricted. Yes. You've got to wait. I'm like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. I'm sick. I want to get home. I want to take my you night. You look like Don Shuley's last year. I'm like, age <laughs> restricted. No one is helping me. Like everyone, I'm like, I just take the money. I just leave it. I walk or out just, there, sir, just, sir. And I'm like, I'm. believe me, I'm 21. <laughs> good, good luck trying to buy Sudafed. The rules don't apply to you, do they, Fez? No, they don't. <laughs> I'm sick. Now, how
0: funny would it have been? And then we're moving on. The best meds are how Fun- the <clears throat> How funny would it have been if Fez would have came up with his Nike one and said, where's your Jolly Ranchers? <laughs> <laughs> and you and you have a big, big golf cutback. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. You guys got Sprite? <laughs> <laughs> like a two liter of Sprite, a couple Robitussins, and he's asking for the Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> I've never done that, but they say that puts you down. Mackenzie, I mean, just based on the way you think, I'm thinking you've done it. No, really, I
3: missed that one in college. Damn,
0: I don't think Yale had a lot of the lean going on. No. Next game, let's do. You guys have the stories fast? No, I told my flam story. I can relate. <laughs> let's
1: go uh, crossfire here between me and you, R.J. Ooh. Two weights: Philadelphia, Dallas. Uh, your honors. All right. Talk normally. First off, if Jalen Hurts plays, this line is a steal. It's not playing. I, he's out for he weeks. He has not been ruled out he's, yet. I'll give, it, I'll give 12 to 1. I do 12 th- to 1. I don't think he plays. I All agree right. with that. But Nick Sirianni is not ruling him out. 15 to 1.
0: But, uh, guys, let's do this. Let's talk like we're, we're not full of shit, right? I mean, what I mean is you know he's not playing. Yeah. I, so I let's it, go. God, I'm not full of shit this
1: time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying we know he's not. But well, wouldn't you agree that Gardner Minshew is above average as a backup quarterback?
0: I, I think Gardner Minshew. If I was doing quarterback ratings, which I don't, I'd have him like twenty-three.
1: I think. Gar- I th- yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm serious. He's be better than a lot teams. of starters. Yes, I agree with that.
2: And so, in I- this Philly offense, especially, there yeah. are there are three good backup quarterbacks in the league. All right, Minshew's a minus two, as is Jacoby Brissett. And I don't know if he belongs. I have once in the same, but this probably you got too high. minus
0: two from an average starter. Yes. Okay, I can accept. So where does that put him? A one to thirty-two. If he was a twenty-fifth. Yeah, I think it's even a little better, but okay, okay.
1: Yeah. I think that, I think you are going to get a focused Philadelphia team going up against a division rival, trying to put them down, trying to play for their quarterback. And I, I think this game five and a half is too much. I think it's a field goal game on well, either side.
0: I've got bad news for you, son. Mm-hmm. This is the third week in a row of the super-duper fade-the-team-on-the-road trend. Oh, the late-in-the-year. Yeah, so we're now at 1-24, in 24, you're betting. Now, listen, I hate this. Now, you might say because of the line, you'd be like, well, they're getting a bunch of points. No, it doesn't matter. There's been numerous times that's been the case. But we got a trend here, and it's the trend from last week and the week before. Now, the week before, we were sitting, Fez, I think you were at, uh, I can't remember... What would it have been? It wasn't like Maybe you were here even. I don't know. Because you only missed it one week, right? But, I mean, yeah. I know a couple weeks ago, you did, yeah, I mean, with the family thing. Um, but you were here for this. But it was 0-25, this trend, and we were fading the team that was really good
1: on the road. Because I was on this game as well, yes. Okay. I was on the Giants. And
0: against the Eagles. Yes. So after 0-25, it went 1-25. Yeah, it's my fault. The next week, the same trend comes up. Now, this is since 2005, so these are a lot of times I have it in a year. And you, Fez, might have backed off at that point, right? You had a loser in the book, right or wrong?
2: The Right, but I—
0: One did. in 25, though.
2: But I backed the Bears, the Bears so I was on the— But Bears. you weren't on this trend is what I'm saying. I was not. I said, bring it on. Because the Eagles were so, like— impressive week 14 against well, the Giants. Usually teams that are you're right, it made it look like a, in a way like, like maybe the Eagles don't apply.
0: Yeah, and it was the Eagles again. You make a good point. But I, I Omar don't scare. <laughs> Boom. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It was pretty easy. <clears throat> now it's again and it is on against the Eagles for a third time against the Cowboys. I hate this game otherwise. I like Minshew. So I mean this is one of those ones that when you're when you got an eight and a half point ATS margin and the trend is really powerful even without any tighteners if it's just on the road, just a big favor or not a big favor. I'm sorry just a big winner late in the year. That's it because why don't you just run that Just I know I, I remember it's like four and a half point I can't remember but um yeah, so this one is uh, check this out feds. it's five it's six points just. The big winner on the road after late in the year spread margin. Yeah, look
2: six points. Six
0: points. That's crazy. The teaser. (laughs) I mean, it's a free teaser.
2: That's a great way to think of it. But you don't have to lay minus two sixty. You get to lay minus a dollar ten. And it's twenty one percent
0: winners, which effectively. So what's it saying? Seventy nine. I'm sorry, seventy nine percent winners. That wins with a teaser, doesn't it? It does, but it's right
2: there, isn't it? Semi A or whatever. Uh, t- teasers are basically seventy-five percent. You're like, but the worst you're laying is like minus three hundred so, on teaser. So, so as long as you're seventy-five percent, you're in the win. The win the black.
0: The fact it's sixteen sixty and two. And it lines up almost with the teaser win percentage says all the numbers make sense. Plus,
2: it makes so much sense. And and you you brought it up. Like, the poster child of this is the undefeated New England team. Greatest team we ever saw. Starts the year 7-1 against the spread. They win every game. Well, guess what? They the, finish like 3-8. and eight. The tax gets you.
0: And the teams get worked up. Like, the home teams are like, we want to beat this team. It's like game day underdog on Thursday kind of thing. And
2: the road team is doing the Super Bowl shuffle and, like, celebratory, and they know they don't need the game. They're still going to get home field advantage. So it's just not – the sense of urgency isn't there.
0: I like it. Any other thoughts?
2: No. Oh, you're going
0: against I, me? I'm going or against you, with you. It's just
2: because oh. I'm, I'm big on Minshew. I
1: think that – I think that he's good enough to be, like we talked about, a starter on many teams in this league. And I don't think it's – obviously it's a big drop-off from the MVP and Jalen Hurts, but I just think five and a half is too much for this type of game, this divisional game with as good as the Philadelphia Eagles are. They're not just one player. It's not just Jalen Hurts.
0: I agree. And I think Minshew is a good quarterback.
1: To me, if
0: if it weren't for this trend, Philly might be my best bet or second best bet. But when you have six points, I mean – Well, with something so simple, it's like, how am I bucking that?
1: You
2: can't go against that.
0: I mean, unless you think it's irrational. And to me, this is hyper-rational.
1: But this is like what you always say. This trend might not be something that will put you on a play, but it'll talk you off off a play. No, your
0: trends (laughs) are like that. This is the kind of trend you spend years trying to find. But
1: will it talk me off of
0: my Philly play? Probably not, because... You got A couple years from now, it will. Yeah.
2: Now, one thing is in terms of the timing of the betting, and like we're plugged in, in the NFL, we know what's going on. We know Hertz isn't going to play, all right? Mm-hmm. He's just not going to play. But here's what inevitably happens there will be a notice that will come out. I don't know if it'll come out on Sunday morning or on Saturday. Where they
1: officially they announce it. They officially
2: him out. say Jalen Hurts has been ruled out and is not playing. And there will be a line move because what will happen is that the B team betters will see that. Oh, my God, he's out. And they'll immediately slam Dallas bets minus yeah. five. So you will see, I will predict, boom, a movement to six just for like half an hour. And then immediately the pros will come in who and, like buy Philly back on and take the six on Philly. So
1: if you like Philly, you recommend waiting. That's I right. Agree,
0: I agree with that 100% because it's it's shocking, especially if it's not official yet. I'm just walking to go get a drink of water, and I thought I had to stop and say this. If it's not official, you're making a great point. It's irrational. And they talk about the market's efficiency. Well, what happens if the closing line – I know it's going to get bought back in theory. I wonder how much money – that's interesting. If, if if the Sharps are thinking that's happening, maybe they're not betting until that happens. A- exactly
2: right. And I'll, I'll, I'll say – Let's think about that. That means there's probably a lot of money on the dog waiting – for that exactly and I do this in college basketball where I'm not tuned in where all of a sudden it's like oh Rutgers point guard is out and boom immediately I bet Georgetown and I bet the under and I don't know whether he was supposed to play or not I just got the news you know I don't have time to do any research I know the line's mm-hmm. gonna move I have
0: got time to do any research because, because, <laughs>
2: because if I do the research within 30 seconds the line's gonna have already be gone So, it's now or never, baby. So, I'm going to fire anti-Rutgers, and I'm firing under, even though someone else out there who's, like, plugged in to college basketball goes, that moron, he wasn't supposed to play anyways.
0: What's going to be interesting, Fez, is you and I are going to be an interesting, as we go into, you know, some point retirement age, is who's going to do better? Because I am the anti of that. If I don't feel like I have every angle covered, I don't want to put any money down. You figure, and you've got a history of doing it, you sh- throw, not darts against the board, but you're, um, let's just say, you're, if you think there's an edge, you're not
2: second-guessing it. I'm not, I'm not reluctant to place bets. But
0: what happens is, and would you agree with this, and maybe this is something you need to think about, those guys in poker and what you're doing, you're a high-volume player, as the game slips even a little bit, which inevitably is you reach your 60s, and you're not there yet, but when you get there, and even I might slip a little bit. <laughs> is you don't know when you don't have what you used to have, and those guys go broke. I mean, like in poker, they
2: just
0: they chop them down like trees. I,
2: I, absolutely, and it, it, and it, and it is a concern when you're when you're making a whole bunch of well-researched, um, thorough, exhaustive um, bets. You're you're a lot safer. However, I will say this, and I tweeted about this. I think the idea of studying for, like, the NFL Sunday, like it's a final exam. So you study for five days, and then on Sunday morning you go and you make your bets. I don't like that. Huh? That is not a good Except strategy.
0: for props, though.
2: Except for—but even for props, because in many ways it's much more of a scavenger hunt that you got to find the, the prizes before somebody else does because they take the numbers but Aren't there out. a lot of
0: props that don't come out till Sunday morning?
2: Not anymore. That, that's changed. That's changed. So just, what happens, they just don't become widely available till Sunday morning, but they're out there at other places and then they get annihilated. They get taken out like a terrorist so attack. So the books
0: wait until Sunday, have a big advantage because now it's all been, the numbers been worked out.
2: Exactly. So Vegas, the scared cockroaches, they wait till Sunday to put their numbers up. They let the East Coast polish them all up.
0: Last thought here before I go get my water is, let me pose a, a thought experiment to you. Is- I'm gonna just run to my mic. Here's the thought <laughs> experiment: Is I'll be like Scott. He's coming. Here, I'll be He's Scott. Let me ask a question. Oh, it was Bill Cosby almost. All right. Here's my question: If you had ten million in the bank, mm-hmm. so that means your retirement—you can't buy planes or whatever. But you. Why not? Well, it's gonna be a propeller plane, probably. Yeah, yeah. All right. Is how would that affect your betting? I'm going to propose that you would not be betting those rapid fire games. That you are, volume is your friend because you've got a big nut, and and I think that you because all I know is when we when we were in COVID and you bet 28, oh, what was it, 18 props on the NFL
2: draft didn't deuce to do that.
4: No,
0: he, this, only, only
2: only game in town.
4: Yeah. yeah,
0: 15 and three or something right? Yeah, what was it 16 and two? You're gonna
2: cry? <laughs> you're, you're you're correct.
0: He, he is. When it comes to those instant decisions in sports betting, I don't throw around words like brilliant, or I certainly don't throw the G word around, but it, to anyone I know, but he is as good as I've ever seen and as good as I've ever heard about. His instinct, like whenever we bet, I'm usually talking for about a minute or two to see if I see his weakness. Then I'll do it. But if it's like, take this number, you know, and use a quick number and people bet against him, I'm always going with him, right? Because his instincts are so good. But I just wonder how, last question, how has that kind of betting been since the growth? has that, I know they lock people out and you know they bar people What Way better because there's so
2: many more books. It's just you just have to have access to all.
0: I'm talking about like that 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 volume you probably wouldn't have if you were being more you know a little more conservative.
2: Um, that volume's my volume ha- ha- is way higher just that's because what I'm saying. there's so much more product. It's like there's a thousand and things to bet well. on instead of a 100. And, and so it's not as far as how it's doing. But yes. our,
0: but other than in game cuz in is a whole different
2: beast. Yeah, yeah. can I throw one in game yeah, example that yeah, happened yeah. today. So they and you'll get the answer. Both of you guys will get it immediately. So Eastern Illinois beats Iowa. Eastern Illinois is a 31-and-a-half-point underdog. It's college basketball. College basketball. Okay, there's five minutes to play. Eastern Illinois is ahead by 10. Forget the side. The total. You want to go over or you want to go under? All
0: right, Eastern Illinois. So I was not going to go down easy. So they're gonna foul, foul, foul. So I go over.
2: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it basically, it's it, the, 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 the you could still win. Your Iowa, you're downtown against this crappy, crippled Am I watching the game? But they're gonna they're gonna foul like it's a tournament game. Exactly to the bitter end, and so it flies over, and so. They, but but that's an example. I'm not watching the game. Mm-hmm. I can't name a player on either team. You know, and but it doesn't matter. All I, the key piece of information is a 31 point favorite does not go quietly into the night against anybody and they didn't.
0: If I had a 10 million bankroll or 10 million in the bank which I don't is I would much rather bet 15 dimes on three different games in a week. Then you know, let's say
1: this. You know, for I guess forty. Uh,
2: then bet eight hundred dollars on... on forty-five yeah, different. I, I would just bet
1: one game and just yeah. Well,
2: the yeah. problem in the case like this I'm describing, like I got down twelve hundred dollars on this at three. I got I got three different books, five hundred to three hundred. That they're, they're only three books that were dealing it. And that was their limit bet, and I was done so You know,
0: almost every. Correct me if I'm wrong here. Almost every major syndicate or even individual that's a real big winner bets high volume. Because here's why I think, if you have the ability to ascertain those best bets, mm-hmm. you have the ability to ascertain the 6% edges too. Or, or, or why, wouldn't yeah. Yeah. Right. And, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Why wouldn't And thus, the real money, you know, the, the one of the greatest kind of trivia, not even trivia, qu- trick questions is, um, that guy hit 57%, screwing up not betting enough games got to play the 53s yeah you know, i mean at some point you think about it, if you're winning 57 mm-hmm. that means you're leaving what on the table there's 56s and forget the fact that some of the winners are cuz some of the winners are going to be higher than 50 so let's say your best bets are hitting 59 in that scenario right If you're hitting 57, that means you're hitting 55. If the distribution is the same, you're probably betting 55% winners. And
2: the Blackjack authors understand this completely. They talk about the magic number of the true count plus one. Because when the true count is plus one, there's no edge player. Or house and they're like, as soon as that true count gets to plus one, you start getting ready. You know, load the muskets.
0: Finally, though, the catch twenty-two, and that's why Kelly and half Kelly and quarter Kelly. There we. This is you the... don't know exactly what you're winning. Exactly.
2: Is. And blackjack, if you're keeping an accurate count, you can be very confident that your true edge is within 0.1 percent of what you're estimating. Is that right that
0: close. I didn't. Yeah,
2: know. Yeah, yeah. Because if the fives like are, are more valuable to have out of the deck, and the threes and twos are less valuable. But it's close enough. No,
1: but that's interesting. If you're if you're hitting at 57 58 percent then you should be playing more volume because even if it drops down to 55 56 percent you're still making a profit correct you're but it's not out.
2: what you're hitting it's what your expectation yeah. what you're hitting yeah. is irrelevant you can be hitting 77 uh-huh. yeah. percent and that don't matter it's what your estimated edge going forward is and like but rj is that said the only
0: way to you think closing line value is the only way to ascertain that
2: it's not the only way, but it's probably the best unbiased estimator in initially until you have a really large sample when you can say, hey, I'm better than the closing number.
0: Here's the question about the the, the sample. 600 games is what I've always believed, and you know I, I haven't done hardcore math on it. If it's a 50-50 prop, if you've got 600 games on someone in that sport, mm-hmm. you got a pretty good idea. Now, in the NFL, you're never going to get there, because by the time you get to 600 games, the league's different. You're yeah. different. Yep. Yep. Right In the NBA, I don't think it's hard. Even if it's two years, the beginning of one NBA se- like right now, the beginning of this season versus the end of next season. Everything
2: changes in it, two years.
0: Yeah, it's 20 months. So in a weird way, closing line value, I hate the way people are so religious, especially people who don't understand as, as much as they should to be so sanctimonious. But I do think there's a lot to be said to that because—
2: It's a good starting point. It's like yeah, a power rating. It's yeah. a good starting point of what your edge— Likely if you're not
0: getting it, you probably don't have as it doesn't matter if you're winning or not. You're probably not doing as well as you think.
2: And but if you're the best in the world, you can say, oh, now I have an edge in this game. And here's I but I won't get any closing line value. But that's because I know this and nobody else does. Example, the trend we have about the 86 percent team. I think that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, barely. I mean,
0: if anything, the whole closing line value starts to get turned on its head when someone can move the line.
2: Yes, right, and it's hard to move the NFL line because, because the NFL limits are so high. Whereas, if you told me, Fez, I need you, I need you to cl- make the Elon total close two points lower at post. I'm like, yeah, give me ten thousand, I can make it we happen. We don't do
0: props, uh, Twitter props. How long CEO is that what you're talking about, Elon? No, oh.
2: Elon, NC, Greensboro, you know, the, I can, all I
0: teams. was just joking. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be out for about 90 seconds. You can take it oh, right eight. ahead.
2: All right,
1: we're moving on to the next game. It's AJ's three weight. He's on Cincinnati minus three <laughs> against New England. Is this our last game? No, we got one more after this. Okay. Uh, So let's do Cincinnati.
0: Well, you got one more, but then you got the ones you guys did
1: before. Correct. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. We have plenty of games. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati (laughs) minus three against New England. Uh, I will just say this all the Bengals do is win and cover, and all Joe Burrow does is win and cover. The Bengals are 19 and three against the spread in their last 22 games, that's 18 and three. ATS in the last 21 games that Joe Burrow has started. Burrow should play more games. (laughs) He should play more
2: games. 11-1 against the spread, the uh, Halloween disaster with those ugly orange helmets against Cleveland and nothing but covers and wins other than that.
1: What do you think the the result is after the Patriots lose in the way that they did to the Raiders last week? What's the bounce back after that? Has Belichick just... Is he ripping into them all week? Is he, you know, punishing guys? Like, do they do they come out here dejected because their, their
2: playoff hopes are down the drain? Like, what's the response? Well, so this is why RJ picked a very poor time to go and get his uh, beverage because this is what he is good at. And I am not good at playing psychiatrist in terms of how that team is going to react to such a crushing loss um, really, just donking off the game something very unpatriot like that we haven't seen in prior years, but s- since RJ's not going to be back from it, what do you think, Scott?
1: I think that this it's it's hard to pull yourself up after a loss like that and to
3: put some playoff odds on it. there were forty percent last week. It dropped more than half. They're now nineteen percent to make the playoffs.
1: It's just it's got to be a dejecting dejecting loss. It's got to be one of those things where in the locker room as much as you want to you know pick each other up and be a family and be a team. Yeah, there's guys that are pissed. These guys that are probably going to Jacoby Myers. You cost us the game. Like, dude, we would have won an overtime. You cost us the game. And they're not happy about it. Imagine you're a defensive player, and you busted your ass defending Devontae Adams all game, Josh Jacobs. You did a great job. And you're about to go into overtime with a chance to win a game that you were down 17-3. to 3. Mac Jones should have gotten open. He didn't try hard. Yeah. Enough. And you lose that game. How do those Patri- <laughs> so that's why I told AJ. How do those Patriots defenders feel? You know, yeah. you, you you can't help but feel some sort of animosity towards your your teammates. But
2: plus, it is perfectly fine to be with an organization like Belichick that is a hard ass organization that outworks everybody. When you're winning Super Bowls, it's not a lot of fun to be working for a 500 team yeah. and be working harder than everybody else your contemporaries in your field. Would you agree with that?
1: I agree. Now, Belichick has great numbers after a loss, but I almost throw out all of the numbers because the majority of it is with Tom Brady at quarterback. Mm-hmm. It's a different team, so I don't care about those numbers. The, these are interesting numbers, though, and I'm very curious if if you have any insight on this. But since the Raiders moved to Las Vegas, teams after playing the Raiders here in Vegas are 11 11- Uh, Or excuse me, eight and fifteen against the spread in their following games, two and six ATS in the past eight games.
2: I would need to know when teams play in Vegas. Do they fly out Monday, or do they they fly back team right? I would assume they all fly back the team team right after the. the, the, But I'm not certain of that. Right? Because if you told me they flew back on Monday, then that would all make sense to me. Right, that that uh, Sunday nights to go out night and then ruins your week.
3: And standard procedure after a game is to go straight to the airport. Yeah, unless you're LeBron James, right? And you're your <laughs> yeah, or you're Urban Meyer. Yeah, yes, yeah.
1: Now, it, it, in general, teams facing the Raiders since 2020, it's, it's it's weird. Teams after playing the Raiders since 2020 are 16 and 31 ATS. But
2: given that you're 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 staying in the night before. Right? And then you're flying out right after. What about Vegas and, and the arid climate of, of Las Vegas and the Dome would matter? It seems Maybe
1: may, maybe they get the Vegas flu because they get sick from being here. <laughs> or maybe it's old? just
3: an 8-15 trend that's just an 8-15 and 15 trend.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's just a random trend that's just maybe a random trend. Maybe they get trend. bad
2: fish at Nobu the night before. Who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Why,
1: why are they, like, one of the worst follow-previous opponents in the NFL? Hmm. It's it's bizarre, RJ. What do you think about this? Why, in your opinion, if there if you even have an opinion on this, are the Raiders like the worst previous opponent in the NFL since twenty twenty? The following week after playing the Raiders, teams are sixteen and thirty one against the spread, and if they're playing in Vegas, yeah, that was my the following week, eight and fifteen against the spread.
0: Okay, so <clears throat> if they if they play the Raiders at home. The record is still bad the next week.
1: Correct. In general, the Raiders are the the least profitable previous opponent since 2020.
0: Here's what I would think. If they're a physical team, they're not. Not. Number two, if they have a quirky offense— well, first off, they've chained coaches three times. Yeah. Yeah. This. So I think it, what it may be is there something to the Vegas flu he, if they're playing here and the other parts random yeah. so would be my eight
1: guess. So 8-15 ATS since the Raiders came to Vegas. And like I said, the only Two way I could
2: explain it is if they stayed an extra day in Vegas to enjoy, but they don't. They fly out. Yeah, but you just talked
0: about Aaron Rodgers getting distracted.
2: Well, he gets distracted because he's in, in L.A. or Miami oh, this the night before. in Vegas. Be- the, no, but, the, but that would be the night before. like in, Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could see them performing poorly in the game in Vegas, yeah. not the next week. I don't know. Right, it's what it's else bizarre. It's strange. Um, do, we wanted to ask you, do you think the, the crushing loss for New England, the way they lost— how will um, the team respond to that?
0: I think it's a it's certainly an upgrade for for the Patriots. I, I mean Belichick. There's never been adversity strong enough that he hasn't responded well to it. If it's one loss, he responds well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Two losses, ten point losses, Super Bowl losses. I mean he, he he's just a, he's a machine. I mean, and again, I think there's a problem this year. I think what's happened is the, the, he said he's gotten. So, what I'm hearing is. He got so sick of losing. It takes him a while to train people, mm-hmm. and he likes them young because he wants to teach him the right way from the start. And he's run out of people. Like it, <laughs> at this point, it's like he doesn't want to start. I, I guess with young people because how is he going to be there? Even if it's yeah. five
1: more years, it might not be worth. I mean, his son's the last person that he's teaching. Yeah. And
0: yeah, <laughs> and and to me, it's like. McDaniel was getting that job. They took him. They took Lombardi's kid. Mm -hmm. They took one other guy. So now three people leaving. Ernie Adams left two years ago, just retired. You know, he was rich and, you know, and it's like, and Belichick still do. I mean, the funny thing is considering his quarterback situation, I think you could make the case the Pats have been the first or second best. Like if you just remove the quality of the quarterback. So like what's the Mac Jones to Herbert adjustment for you, Fez? Four four like, Four and a half points. All right, so if you just gave the Pats four and a half points because of that. Ooh. Every, every team and looked at the points against and points for, yeah. I think New England would be right at the top. You're right. And now you can blame him for not getting a quarterback, but I don't know. That's it, a crap shoot. And in the, in the Cam Newton decision uh, or that year, it was more than four points. I mean, Cam Newton was, way, was way below mm-hmm. average.
1: Yeah. Wow. Cam's their right, quarterback. Let's move on to the Commanders at the 49ers. Uh, Taylor Heineke. Great record ATS, even with the loss to the Giants. Still 11-4-1 ATS in his last 16 starts. But as I brought up last week when I picked the Giants, even though Heineke has this great, you know, winning percentage and this great against the the spread record, he stinks. Uh, he's 31st on our composite quarterback rating out of 33 quarterbacks. So who's behind him? Carson Wentz and Baker Mayfield.
0: Okay. Um... I, I think it, what this is teaching us is that, I mean, who should have won the Washington game last week?
1: Well, I mean, it should have been tied overtime. Well, you don't know. Do they make? Do they get the two point conversion or not? They Tie game. Scored, they scored at the end.
0: Tie game. So Washington had the pass interference. They should have got right. And well, they th-
1: scored a touchdown on, and the it was called back due to. Terry McLaurin not being on the line Not being on the line of scrimmage. scrimmage, even though the ref said he was.
0: Yeah. Well, because he asked, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So what we're saying is it was a true coin flip.
1: Absolutely. Just like the tie was the two weeks before.
0: To me, I think it's unequivocal Washington's exceeded expectations the second half, of, you know, the second chunk of the year. Uh, just wins, whatever you want to call I mean, they won like six out of seven at one point.
1: Six, two, and one, both straight up in ATS their last nine games. All
0: right. So to me— Heineke is a part of that, a vital part, and we can't discount what the other team feels or what the uh, teammates feel yes. with a certain guy. Yeah, he's right? clearly their leader. Or they, there's something about him they rally behind. Yes, right? no doubt. Even the defense. And, I mean, Mike White's the same thing. Yes. Great yeah. example. So, to me, you're Hate right. I that other guy. His, his numbers aren't good, but they're winning. Mm-hmm. The defense is good. Uh, you know, I, I thought... People were anxious to get on the Giants. Sharps were. I didn't. But I thought that five was kind of high. Yeah. But it was such a beautiful spot. You play them. You have a bye. They got to go play Philly. Mm-hmm. And then you play them again? I mean, they can't win there. That's one of the reasons I like the Giants this week. That's an impressive win.
1: Yeah. Yes. Now, the 49ers, since acquiring Christian McCaffrey in week eight, and 7-0 straight up, 6-1 and against the spread.
0: But somehow their EPA...
1: Is not good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to check that because San Fran. So if you do that at one and a half, Mackenzie, uh, that sounds like the right. I mean, you got to wait the offense more just because it's one, it's more important, but two, it's more predictive.
2: Yeah, 1. 1.4, 1. 1.5. I agree.
0: Yeah, 1.5. So if you did that, Mackenzie, I'm interested to see how the uh, league stacks up. We'll do. Right now, and, and keep the 496 garbage time. Philly's number one. San Fran's two. This is with equal weights. Cincy's three. Dallas is four. You know, Dallas, a lot of people siren on them, saying the defense isn't playing as well. What mm-hmm. do you think?
2: I agree. The, I mean, the, the, the fact that it took a miracle to beat Houston, and frankly, a lot of people felt like— the, it, it took a lot for Kansas City to beat them. Yeah, but, but, you know, it's interesting because Kansas City won in overtime, but you never felt Kansas City was going to lose that game. If you watch the Dallas Houston game, yeah, but it was a smidge different. You're right. It you was know, like you, one you, there, there were points where I do I want Houston, you know, pick them to beat Dallas. Oh hell yeah! I mean, Houston was a clear favorite to win that game towards the end of the game.
0: This is interesting. I'm going to compare as we ra- or as we transition to the non RJ part of the show is I'm going to compare our four metric average to our fourth quarter win share because mm-hmm. the difference is going to be. Who hasn't performed, but we think is good? Because the fourth quarter win share is a great representation of how you perform. Even better than wins, in my opinion. So we got Philly one in both. All right, Mm -hmm. We're looking at fourth quarter win share, which is how you've done, versus our power rating, which is how good you are, which is slightly different if you think about it. Kansas City is number two in how we've done, Kansas City accomplishment-wise. We got Cincinnati the second best. Fez, where do you fall on that one? Cincy, KC, who's better? KC, number one. The, the fact that they were on the road and they were still favored, right? That was what, minus one and a Two half? Two and a half. Yeah. yeah. But that would be what? pick them now?
2: No, that's a good question. That
0: would be Since he's maybe since he won, actually. The uh um, I think Cincy's won. Pick, yeah,
2: pick. We'll make a pick.
0: So we're still saying KC's is a little better by the market. Yes. Okay. Buffalo is three in both. In of fact, them.
2: since he's at Buffalo next week, so that's a good barometer. I'm sorry, since he's home against Buffalo, so we could look and see if that's pick him. Week 17, I believe, if I'm correct. I'll look into that.
0: Now, remember now. That's from memory. I couldn't. Yeah. Be wrong. Remember now, Buffalo was like two and a half or three in Kansas City not that long ago. Mm-hmm. But that's changed, obviously. Buffalo
1: minus two and a half. In Cincy. In Cincy. That, so they're saying Buffalo's better than Kansas that City. Can,
2: that cannot hold. So you bet you t- like Cincy. T- you bet Cincy plus two and a half and T Cincy. Cannot hold.
3: Move to one and a half at uh, the book that we're charting. All right, that's a good sign. Yeah. Faz is on
0: it. All right. So, real quick, let's finish here. Buffalo third and both. All right. so um <clears throat> in our fourth quarter win share, San Fran is number four. And San Fran is number five. I got him and, third. All right. And then Baltimore in the fourth quarter win share, which is just a fact. You can complain not a lot of yep. yard, they just win a lot of games. Got them seventh. All right. And Baltimore in our power ratings are 10th. Only mm. one point better than an average team. Yeah. No adjustment for quarterback either. Huh. Um, Dallas is number seven or six when it comes to accomplishment, number six when it comes to how good they are. Where you got them? Comparable. Fifth. Cincy is in accomplishment number seven only. Sixth. And you got them sixth? Yep. Okay, and they are second in ability. New England, shockingly, well, they're high in both. New England in accomplishment is number eight. New England is number seven in
2: power rating. And I got them tenth. By the way, if I had two teams ranked the same, it's because Philly would be one, but now I've got them sixth with Minshew.
0: I was telling you about Philly being one for a while, haven't I? Yeah,
2: you, you, you absolutely were. <laughs>
0: the numbers were strong. All right, but their their strength of schedule
1: is bad. I mean, you know.
2: Yeah, if only somebody was on so the like fourth they, 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 they can't beat anyone. It's like, yeah, but, the te- but they're beating NFL teams by 20. You know, that's like more impressive than beating like a top 10 team by three. <laughs>
0: now, here's an example. You were talking about Tennessee. We got Tennessee accomplishment-wise still the ninth best team. Accomplishment. They've um, 55% of the fourth quarters they've controlled. And we got Tennessee 17th. That's how good they are. And that's no quarterback adjustment.
2: Yeah. And I got them the same.
0: Okay. And then Minnesota, again, accomplishment-wise, they're 10th. And we got Minnesota 20th. 16th. Uh-huh. I'm actually high on them. <laughs> Miami. Remember, this is mathematical for us. Yeah. Um, Miami is number 11, accomplishment-wise. I think I am too high. I got them eighth. I'm a, But we got them ninth in the mm. in how good they are. Mm. And the, and that's good for now. And at the end, it's Houston's both, the Rams and Arizona and the wind share are the two lowest. Boy, that would have been a bet, right?
2: Is only number thirty one. The defending Super Bowl champions, you know, and pursuing the same sort of, of bet. And I'll give him credit. Like Chris Andrews said, this he says, you know, these tails on these teams for pro and and minus are bigger than you ever would believe. So like on alternative totals mm-hmm. and things, will the Rams have a losing record? Will the Rams be the worst team in the league? Well, that's impossible. Well, but, that comes with parity, right? Well, yeah, and from from the composition of the Rams. Well, the Rams. Oh, Scrubs and Stargate. Yeah, they, they 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 you know they they need Cooper Cup and they need their quarterback and they need darn, you know, Donald and they don't have any of them.
0: And they were, you know, they've been the healthiest team for a long time though. Yeah. All right. Uh, last thing I'm going to tell you a couple teams, overrated, underrated, uh, based on fourth quarter win share. So number one, Minnesota is overrated. They've actually won 3.4 more games than they should have. Jeez. 3. And, 4.
2: and Minnesota's going to be, a, if they win this week, they're going to be a qualifier of a premium team. That's going to be um, I like. a go against and, and 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 they got division revenge for both the Bears and Detroit's weeks 17 and 18. I gotta I gotta tell you I'm I'm going to be anti Minnesota if they win this week. Well, the last doesn't two weeks.
0: Minnesota play Green Bay?
2: Oh, I'm sorry, I misspoke. Green, yeah. Yeah, So Green Bay and Detroit. Sorry.
0: Yes. Uh, no, no, no worse. Number two, the Giants, second luckiest team. So they're playing each other, 2.4 wins, and then we'll just do number three and move to the the unlucky. And the two luckiest teams are playing each other, Uh the Giants and Minnesota. And, yep, Herbs and the Chargers, the third luckiest team, Mm -hmm. 1.6 extra wins.
2: Quite a contrast to what that team normally does, losing all the close games, very Uncharger-esque. But they're
0: still winning close games. They still hardly have over 500 records. All right, the most unlucky team, Denver, 2.3 wins. They should have had. Let's ride. Uh, <laughs> number thirty-one is Chicago. Mm-hmm. They've been stuck on three for yeah, a long time. It starts chirping now. <laughs> and number thirty, Houston, Houston. So
4: the, three, the
2: they you could make the case they're the greatest one-win team in the history of the NFL. <laughs> Think about how bad the one and thirteen and the one and fifteen NFL teams were.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. The, yeah, finally we're gonna say who has the biggest margin from their score. To their power rating, because that's the starting points Mm. to score. All right, so number one, the Dallas Cowboys, they've been upgraded by five and a half points per game. Is that per game, McKenzie? Yes. Holy cow. How could that be? So you're saying, hmm, so they're plus three and a half in our power rating, so they're minus two per game in their actual point margin?
3: No, the other way, they're plus nine in their actual scoring margin.
0: Oh, so they so we downgraded them, not upgraded them. Yes. <laughs> okay. So why would the downgrade be in green? Because we were, at the time, considering it luckiness. No, I never did. Not not this, but okay. All right. So the Dallas Cowboys are not near as good as they seem. Yes. All right. Number two in that boat. Oh, my. The San Francisco 49er. 4.3 points. And then number 3 and finally amongst the overrated we'll call it um the buffalo bills i you know i certainly can see that you agree with that all right now who's underrated who deserves more credit all right number 32 the tampa bay bucks they're saying 3.9 points they are Better than
3: their actual score.
2: I swear they turned the ball over four times just in the third quarter. I think they did,
3: actually. You (laughs) said they outplayed the Bengals, right? Which is surprising. They
2: did outplay them and had a 17-point lead. And it wasn't about the Bengals. It was just about turnovers. and Unbelievable.
3: Number
0: 31, and also unlucky, the Pittsburgh Steelers. 3.4 points better than their actual That's interesting. So you
2: got an unlucky team. That is getting healthier, has upgraded a quarterback, and it's got their pass rusher back. Mm. Looks like a buy signal on the Steelers.
0: And finally, the Rams, unlucky by almost three game or three points per game. But
2: now they stink and they don't care. Mm-hmm. So what do you think, Fez? We got some good numbers. I like. I like this a lot.
0: All right. So we got anything before we send it off to you guys?
2: Just one final note on
1: that Washington San Francisco game. Oh, I got
0: a trend on that too, and right. I got I got to okay. give my
1: one weight because I never gave a right, one weight. Quickly, I um, would look to play McCaffrey over. His rushing yards or no. his rushing and receiving yards. All right. The Pro Bowl rosters came out today. Okay. Christian McCaffrey was snubbed, did not make the NFC Pro Bowl team.
0: All right, so we're talking Pro Bowl or All-Pro? Pro Bowl. All right. Do you think people care about that?
4: Mm, I mean, might Mac be some Jones con- there might was the- some
0: contract
1: bonuses if you make the Pro Bowl.
0: Mac Jones was a starting quarterback. Or not the starter, but he was on the team.
1: Yeah, but that's the thing. It's different now.
0: Is there's no more Vegas?
1: game, which oh. means there's no injury replacement okay. Is it in anymore. Vegas now? It's in Vegas, but it's the, the Pro skills Bowl Skills competition. Game. So it's a lot of so fun. Herbert's w- going to be good. W- when there was a Pro Bowl game, not you not didn't say. care about the Pro Bowl yeah. roster because everyone makes the Pro Bowl because of injury replacements and whatnot I, I, and guys I, I opting it, out. Got it, got it. Now that there's no game, Maybe I think might be, I tell he you might this. be motivated.
0: I started delving into a few fantasy sites for targets and stuff. McCaffrey's getting half the rushes and half the receiving targets ever since Debo got hurt.
2: But there's talk that they're going to— Scale him back because they don't want to wear him out for the playoffs. Well, so be it careful. it doesn't seem like be careful about betting him. I agree with you, but be careful betting him the last couple. Why of weeks. would
0: you be going so extreme
2: and then say, "Oh,
3: we got to slow it down"?
2: Because that's the dare that just came out on him.
3: In the, the last drive against the Seahawks, <laughs> they ran Jordan Mason, the backup, and Christian McCaffrey said, "I thought it was interesting in the press conference." I was relieved when when I was not out there for the final. But every drive.
0: time it's it's like playing Russian roulette. Every time he touches the ball, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah,
2: like that. The, the, the that that uh, fragile guy in the Glass. Night Shyamalan. Now
0: movie. here's the good news, guys. Fez already recorded the rest of this, so he's now <laughs> tired. This is the end for him. Don't one way
2: Chicago Bears. I'm on board with you guys.
1: That was I like a the Bears too. All
0: right, last thing. I got a trend on the total in the Washington. We're going over the total. Okay. Or some would say over the total. And here it is. <laughs> <laughs> when my, when <laughs> when Riverboat Ron is an underdog of more than six points on the road, mm-hmm. his games go over. I have a tightener or two on it, but it's now twenty overs and one under. Wow! And it's this a total is thirty eight. I thought I saw. Is it? Th- I thought it saw thirty seven. Thirty eight. All right, I like it. I get it, San Francisco, blah, 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 blah. I looked hard. If you actually look, Fez, I, I sent you this text. You want to pull this one up? Yeah. Because I actually looked hard at the quarters because I'm thinking, well, Ooh, maybe I, like maybe that. I could bet half, you yeah. know, half here, half there. And, um, You I,
1: said, now you, you said Riverboat runs. Do you think that this has to do with him being more aggressive yes. and going for it in situations that would yeah. normally. Okay. Uh,
0: because here's the thing.
2: Oh, I see quarters.
0: Yeah. So in the, um, uh, in the games, they went over in aggregate in these games by 218 points, all right? And it's uh, 19 games, 18 and one over. Okay, 219 points. So that's 11 and a half points per game. We can break it up. How much was offense scoring more? How much was defense score uh, giving up more? It was... 117 for the offense, 101 for the defense. So it's almost split down the middle. Mm -hmm. They're scoring more, they're giving up more. It's just the game's at a faster pace, more risk, whatever you want to call it. Um, But there's not much in the quarters. So we looked at, and Fez, tell me what you think of the methodology here. So we looked at the actual quarter, how many points were scored for San Francisco and their opponent. So first quarter was 8.2, 13.1, 8.5, 9.4. Okay, now, Give me those again, one more time. Really. Uh, you'll see it right on the... the I've got, do I
2: have the wrong thing up?
0: Uh, no, it's going to be at the bottom right there. It says San Fran, and it looks like an Excel sheet. Oh, right I second, see it. And then it's right below the red with the quarters. You see the red? All right. So then I said, well... Yes, what, thank you. What does the league do? Well, the league ends up having 19% or 19.7% points in the first quarter, 30.7 in the second quarter, 21 in the third, and 28.6 in the fourth. So I said, well, let's assume... Out of the total 39.1 points San Fran is producing, uh, both them and their opponent, let's spread it out by the, the league's distribution. And what we found out was about a half a point they give up uh, they score less in the first quarter and about 1.1 points less in the second quarter, and they score a ton more in the fourth. They score in the fourth. They're so going for it and everything. Yeah. Well, I think because they run the ball so sure. well, and thus, even if you call off the horses, is what my guess would be, right? Plus, the
2: riverboat Ron comes into the most extreme. But remember, this is just San Fran this year. Oh, okay. Right. I'm sorry. Yes. Oh, okay. What I
0: figure is, let's look at this without consideration of the trend and see if there's anything quarter-wise we could look at. And what it ends up being is not really. A Except I could look at going over in just the fourth as a little piece of this. Um, But if you look over at Washington, they underscore in the fourth by half a point. So it kind Mm. of comes out in the wash. But I do think it's interesting. I've never done this before. I was taking the league-wide distributions and let that be based on your total points, what you would expect each quarter, and then we could see the deltas.
2: And I can tell you, based upon a total of 38, it's kind of the magic number 37 to 40. And I apologize. I'm going to get some people mad at me, but I'm going to say it. Um, I love those totals in that quarter because if you play first quarter. Who's
0: going to get mad at you?
2: People that bet this for a living. I,
0: I got to be honest with you. I hate nothing more than when someone gives a tip and they're acting like they're gonna get nu- like shanked over it. All right. No one gives a shit. If they do, fuck them. There's still people. How does it sound? Tell me something that they don't want you to, people to know, and I'll say it.
2: Yeah. You know what? F you guys, because you know no, what? There's been F people you. saying. There's been people saying, oh, don't talk about advantage they, how teasers. Did they, how did they learn? Advantage teasers. Adv- long teasers have been out there for 22 years. There's still people. Oh, I can't stop talking about those.
0: Yeah, but probably because it's somewhat. They probably live in a in a one bedroom apartment, is what I'm thinking,
2: by themselves. I, I love NFL totals of 37 to 40 because the first quarter totals. You see sevens and you see seven and halves, mm. and so there's such a huge difference. They never price enough of it into it. So it's in between is with the right, numbers should the right be? number should number seven point two five. So if you like over, you can get it over seven. I mean, and if you like under under seven and half, like minus one sixty, it sounds like a ton of vig. It's not a ton of vig. So both of those, if you like under, you play the under seven and half. You like the over, you play the over the seven.
0: The one quarter that looks the best here would be the fourth. Now, with this, what what is
2: the what is the number in the fourth of like a thirty eight like that? It depends upon the point spread because if it's supposed to, if 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 it's a big favorite, it gets it's like ten and it's a half. Six and a half This game. Yeah, so it'd be I would think it would should be like, uh, one second like 12. Like, 12.
0: So what's 12. out there, McKenzie? One second. Now, last thing I'll say is you make a great point, and you know this better than me by far. There's certain mechanical elements that the break point on some of these is just inherently going to be flawed, where they got to give an edge somewhere. It,
3: exactly.
0: It, or at least they don't care enough. Because I guess for the money line you could always split it, but, you know, the right way. We're but, looking
3: at, for a fourth quarter line total, 10.5, under is minus 125. So we'd be getting plus 105 going
0: over 10.5. Mm-hmm.
2: So oh, there's you know, not there's not that much of a difference ten and a half versus twelve, well, but, plus but, but 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 with the fourth quarter, but but with fourth quarters you do have two point conversions mm-hmm. and such. So eleven does land in the four, it never lands third quarter, first quarter, it does in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and yes. plus we
0: we'll get plus one oh five. Right.
2: A lot of it obviously becomes the luck of the draw. End of the third quarter, teams driving, do they score end of the third quarter yeah. start the fourth? There's a lot of luck involved with the quarter betting.
0: So without regard to the point spread for a second, 28.6% usually scored in the fourth. So, Mackenzie, do this for me. Um, whoever has a calculator, 39. Uh, oh, no, I guess the total here is 38. So if you go 38 times 28 po- or 0. .286. You get 10.7. Okay, so we're actually, you know, in theory, getting a little bit of an edge. Now, the fact that this is a higher spread at six and a half means less scoring in the in the fourth.
2: Nah, it's like an average spread. Six and a half is like kind of middling.
0: Mm-hmm. So wouldn't, where wouldn't, where does this start to be an issue?
2: When when the you size get to I'd say nine.
0: And then at that point, it's less scoring.
2: Yes, because okay. because if, if, if once a team gets up double digits, then you're looking at a quieter fourth quarter. So,
0: eleven points per game, eighteen and one, as clean as yeah. you can get. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I like it.
0: All right, I've done my part. Maybe
2: you find an over ten minus a dollar thirty. Obviously, I'd like that better.
0: So now, how much is ten worth there?
2: I think probably forty-five cents.
0: He is Steve Fezzik. You can follow him on Twitter at Sports, F-E-Z-Z-I-K. If Scott says something as sharp as you, as let him say his Twitter. Okay. But if not, no. Scott's on air. S-C-O-T-T-S on air dot com. Him and AJ are having a competition for like the hardest Twitter account. Oh a- come AJ mine's went, so AJ, easy. Yeah, but the possessive confuses people. Scott's on air.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. It's not some it's not possessive. It's it's oh, you're it's right. a contraction. Okay. Yeah, the contraction confuses It's because I am on the air. Scott is on the air. Yeah. Scott's on It's not like AJ is the real. It's,
0: That's insane. Yeah.
1: Scott's on air. What's I, even I'm on more
0: air. insane is he doesn't know it. He thinks it's he thinks it's okay. But you know what it is? I see confusing people. It should have just don't been even like. Know it should have just been
1: AJ's real.
0: It shouldn't be anything like that. <laughs> All right, they got a What do you got? You guys did like five games, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, you can. You know, who needs me? Listen up.
1: Let's roll on to the next games. Uh, no best bets on these, but still interesting uh, nonetheless. Kansas City, a ten-point favorite over the Seattle Seahawks. Fez.
2: Yeah. So power ratings have these teams nine points apart. Two for home field gets me to eleven on Kansas City, but I got no interest in laying it with the Chiefs, despite maybe a slight amount of line value. Kansas City, three straight road games just concluded. Now they come home. So I've got to question the energy of Kansas City. And frankly, uh, I think Kansas City does an awesome job at pacing themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, they... Um,
1: so to, to get ready for the playoffs, you're saying?
2: Yes. It seemed like the last three years. Remember in the movie Big, when like the Baskins, Slow down. You're making (laughs) us all look bad. It's like Kansas City does not overexert themselves during the regular season. We've seen this before. Do just enough to win. And so because of that, oh, I'm sure they could cover if they wanted to. I have no interest in a team that's been away from Arrowhead for a month to try to get them to cover double digits.
1: And Mahomes does perform better on the road than he does at home. On the road, Mahomes is 24-18-1 against the spread. At home, in Arrowhead, 21-23-1 ATS. Has a losing record against the spread at home. The Seahawks have lost five straight games against the spread. It's the first five-game ATS losing streak of Geno Smith's career. 47 career starts This is the first time he's lost five straight games.
2: ATS. My Gino MVP is not going to cash.
1: Your Gino comeback player of the year is not going to cash. Oh. So that's, that's what's going on with that. Here's an interesting stat. And I, again, I don't know what to make of this. I just found it interesting teams the week after facing the 49ers this year. So the Seahawks are coming off the the performance against the 49ers. So don't tell me. Okay.
2: Tough physical 49er team beats, mm-hmm. beats me up. I should do badly.
1: They all do poorly. Yes. All right. Well, that makes one, sense. One in twelve straight up, three nine and one against the spread in their next game. That is the worst record in the NFL for a prior opponent.
2: Now, I always like this. I like. I, I I don't like trends very much because I think like you trend enough things and you're going to find you query a thousand random things, you're going to find a one on one yeah. thousand sure. confidence interval that this has to be three st- st- statistically significant to four confidence intervals. Um, however. This is one where I would have hypothesized if there's one team I don't want to play, one week I don't want to play it's the week after I get beat up by that 49er defense.
1: Yeah, it makes sense. It, it used to be used to be that way with the Steelers, used to be that way mm-hmm. with the Ravens, like any week you play after playing a physical game, you're going to your your body's just beat up and you're not ready to play your next game. And in especially that especially
2: a good team, like good, which I guess most physical teams are good. Especially yes. a divisional
1: game that you needed. It, it was an yeah. important game for them. Uh 49ers ran the ball 34 times for 170 yards in that game against the Seahawks. A lot and, of, a lot of tackling they had to do.
2: And I've got no interest in Kansas City covering 10, but you know, there's some nine and halves out there. I certainly would be shocked to see Kansas City lose. So if you do see a nine and a half, I'm not going to advocate lying nine and a half, but I'd certainly seven point tease it down to minus two and a half. Never tease to minus three. That's a bing bong teaser. Mm. Don't play bing bong teasers. Well, some of us might still be. <laughs> Dumbo like, teasers. Like nobody, I, I know I'm like expanding on my, I, I use Dumbo too often. So I've moved, <laughs> moved on bing bong. Um, basically, Uh, there are no professionals out there that are playing teasers at minus three. They always pay the extra 10 cents to get to minus two and a half. It's fine to play a seven-point teaser. But now, real important, if you do play a seven-point teaser, don't dumbo it and put it in with, like, the world's worst seven-point teaser would be, oh, let's tease a minus six and a half to plus a half because you're wasting that extra vig on that second leg. Find someone else that maybe like is plus one, and you can take them up to plus eight. Use those seven points wisely. Make sure they're all helping you on the second aspect of your leg as well.
1: This will be one of the uh, frigid games that we have this weekend on Saturday. The feels-like temperature, when you you know factor in the wind chill and all that stuff, minus six degrees in Kansas City. So this is going to be uh, a cold one. Look towards the total, totals at 49, maybe go under, maybe look at the rushing props over for a guy like Isaiah Pacheco, or um, even, you know, last week was a nice game uh, for McKinnon as hard well. Hard to
2: tackle in the cold, real sure. hard to tackle.
1: No one wants to tackle in the cold, so hey, maybe maybe that's why over is hit then. No one wants to well, tackle in the cold. It's hard, to, th- th- it's hard yeah. to
2: throw, and it's hard to tackle. Yeah. So uh, uh, advantage Pacheco,
1: yes. Another game, this is going to be a common theme, it's been a common theme all podcast, is the frigid temperatures. We have the Falcons at the Ravens with a real feel-like temperature of 7 degrees in Baltimore. And the spread, Fez, I think it's telling us that Lamar Jackson's playing, although Lamar still hasn't practiced.
2: Yeah, and with my power rating with Lamar, I make this game 7.5 and the spread 7.25. So Vegas is emphatically saying Lamar Jackson is playing. Too much unknowns for me. I don't know how good Desmond Ritter is for Atlanta. I don't know how healthy Lamar Jackson is for Baltimore. I don't know how domed soft team in Atlanta is going to perform in the cold weather. I know it doesn't usually get this cold in Baltimore either, but that certainly has to be an advantage to Baltimore. But since... um, uh, if if I knew Jackson was fully healthy, I'd say this is a great teaser, and I want to load up on it. With all the, with as much uncertainty as there with with his health, I would just lukewarm recommendation on the teaser with Baltimore.
1: So if we look at our you know margins, uh, you know the the four metric average here that we do pregame research, Atlanta is a minus two point five, Baltimore is a one. That's a three point five difference. We give the full three. Home field advantage because with the weather, I'm giving the full three. Mm-hmm. That's a 6.5 line, assuming a healthy Lamar Jackson.
2: Yes, but it also assumes that you've got a weighted Mariota at quarterback, and clearly you've got a downgrade at quarterback for Atlanta
1: yeah. for Ritter. So. And as far as how Atlanta does against the Rush, they are 28th in EPA against the Rush this mm. season. So if you, and listen, Atlanta runs the ball, it's all they do as well. Baltimore against the Rush. They are second in the NFL against the run, and that's the strength of this Atlanta team. They're certainly not going to be passing it with Desmond Ritter, so I got strength on strength here with the Baltimore run defense and Atlanta style of offense, but I have also strength for Baltimore, the number two EPA rushing offense in the NFL against weakness for Atlanta, number 28 EPA. You
2: you talked me into the teaser, fine. I'll I'll go ahead and tease Baltimore. (laughs) That's the
1: point I was trying to make. Let's go to a little warmer temperatures in L.A., SoFi Stadium, where it's like, Technically indoors, but it's all technically outdoors because they open up the windows and stuff. It's so indoors. It's a weird dynamic. It's indoors there. with the windows open. It's indoors <laughs> with the windows open. Broncos, Rams, Rams two and a half point favorites. We assume Baker Mayfield, that quarterback, uh, hasn't been any announcement otherwise. But there has been an announcement for the Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett said Russell Wilson is back and he will play this game. Broncos two and a half point favorites on the road against this Rams squad.
2: You know, what's interesting to me is I initially thought, wow, Denver is going to have a big home field advantage. I don't know if anyone cares. I don't know if this is going to be like the stadium's going to be half empty. What, what, what's your projection for number of seats empty in this? This game? is a uh, 1.30 p.m. local time
1: kickoff on Christmas Day. I don't think it's going to be that. Big of a game.
2: <laughs> I uh, I don't know about you, but I, I got better things to do with, on Christmas Day than to go watch uh, Denver and the Rams. Uh, I think it would be a very quiet crowd. Um, you know, Denver quietly. You know, statistically, Denver's not bad. I keep thinking. I mean, I, I've got them rated lousy. I've got them three and a half points worse than an average team, which has them 26th. But like just from a pure yards per play, they're actually positive. They gain five yards per play. They never score. They give up 4.9, and they have a solid defense. Um, And you gotta wonder about are the Rams just mailing it in at this point? Um, Especially the Rams had to play Monday Night Football, so they've got the short week Mm. on the holiday week on top of it, and they're the super defending Super Bowl champions. What do they care? I'll lean slightly ever so slightly to Denver
1: Broncos have lost four games this season in which they held fourth quarter leads in, which is pretty amazing. Uh, their offense surprisingly productive over the past two weeks, 28 points in the loss to the Kansas city chiefs. And then last week with Brett Ripon at quarterback, 24 points they scored against the Arizona Cardinals. So maybe the offense picking things up. I know one week was without Russell Wilson, but it's it's worth noting that this is the number one unluckiest team in the NFL, according to our fourth quarter windshare uh, research here at pregame.
2: And the offense is picking things up. Do we have, have who? The, is it still the Vikings are the luckiest or the Giants in fourth quarter win share? We got that handy. Vikings number one,
3: Giants number two. There you go.
2: And, and who's second to last?
3: Second unluckiest, the Chicago Bears.
2: Interesting. That could be why the RJ is not going to win his over four <laughs> that on the Chicago Bears because they're they basically stopped winning any games.
1: Yes, I just look at the Broncos, they failed to score 17 points in 10 of their games this season. But as I mentioned, the last two weeks the offense has really picked things up. Maybe there's a, a renewed focus on the run. Latavius Murray looked like a young Latavius Murray last week for Denver. So you look at the Rams, the way that they have played. You know, we have their rating all season, which is not really fair because they haven't looked this way as of late. But they are the number ninth EPA defense against the Rush. So if that's going to be the Broncos' game plan, maybe the Rams are up to the task. This is a, This is just an ugly game.
2: You know what? At thirty-six and a half, and if, if we get a low-scoring first quarter, at some point I want to get a piece of over because, like, with the with the entire league seemingly playing with, with snowflakes around them, here's the good weather game that's total below thirty-seven. You just can't have a good weather game with with decent quarterbacks. Below thirty-seven in the yep. NFL.
1: Rams defensively, you know, maybe they got something going on. Raheem Morris trying to get his name back there in the uh, head coaching circles. Oh, good luck with that. Well, it's not going to happen. The no. But,
3: yeah, it's not going to happen. Wait, why? But... He's already been a head coach. Uh,
2: uh, g- 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 great. I bet. I, I'll bet you even money he doesn't get a head coaching gig in the next five years. Done. Well, five years is a lot. That's right. All
5: right. Dinner this
1: year, I would say
2: no. Dinner, McKenzie. Cool. Done. Because I think there are other.
1: Defensive coaches, or not just defensive coaches, there are other assistant coaches that are shooting up. I would bet that um, D'Amico Ryans gets a job before he does. Nobody wants to hire a defensive coach, Well, D'Amico Ryans minus
3: 5,000 to be a coach next year. Is is that that really the
2: case, McKenzie?
3: No, that's my speculation.
2: (laughs) I would make it higher than that. Isn't the the book that you've got to hire an offensive coach? Like that? That's, that's I don't know because
1: but there
3: has to be one owner that hasn't read the book yet. D'Amico that's R- that's what you are banking on.
2: D'Amico Ryan's will
1: be a head coach next year. I think uh, Joe Anarumo or Lou Anarumo mm. from the Bengals will be uh, is going to be a head coach next year. So no, no. there is a lot of promoted uh, to the level of incompetence. That's corporate <laughs> America. <laughs> All right, so Broncos two and a half over the Rams. Let's go to Monday Night Football: the Chargers at the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts announcing that Nick Foles. Is going to be the starting quarterback on Monday night in Indy. Matt Ryan, I I guess his season is done. Who knows? He's benched for the second time this year. This time it is for Nick Foles. Chargers, four and a half point favorites. Chargers coming off of a game where Justin Herbert didn't look great, he made a couple of incredible throws. Got his team into field goal range. I don't think there was ever a doubt that they were going to get into field goal range. But he didn't throw a touchdown pass for just the second time this season. Thanks. Lost me my fantasy matchup. Uh, But their defense played really well. And over the past couple of weeks, the defense
2: has played really well, despite not being healthy. Yeah, these spare Chargers defensively have been playing much better. That's been like the big surprise here on the Chargers, who I now have ranked as my ninth best team in the NFL. It's amazing Um, because I really thought that their defense was never going to come around and it's played, it's, it's, it's played capably. And I still think Herbert's incredible. I just, he has no time to throw and he just keeps making plays. And now he's got his wide receivers back. This line went from three up to four and a half. I have no faith in Foles. I don't know. I think it is a good spot for Indianapolis. They've had, they'll have had nine days to stew though, on the greatest collapse in NFL history, I If I had to bet this game, I would bet Andy.
1: Here's a, an interesting number on Justin Herbert. In night games in his career, he's five and six straight up, but seven and four ATS in night games. As an underdog, Justin Herbert does very well, 11 and six ATS. As a favorite, Herbert is 13, 15 and one against the spread. So a losing record ATS as a favorite for Justin Herbert.
2: Yeah, I, I go back to the, like, with these trends. You flip a coin twenty-eight times, sure. you get thirteen heads or thirteen tails. You know, it's not gonna go fourteen on fourteen. I, I think I, I think that, it's meaningless.
1: I think it's this is all about the Chargers who still have their eyes on the prize.
2: Mackenzie, what's the five
1: thirty-eight number on the Chargers odds to make the postseason? Because after their win last week, you look at the AFC playoff picture now. And the Chargers are sitting here as as the number six seed. They're tied with the Dolphins, but they win the tiebreaker because of head-to-head. So the Chargers are number six. I got to imagine Chargers to make the playoffs is greater than 60% right now,
3: McKenzie.
1: 82%. Oh, it's even higher than that. Oh, wow. wowza. 80. Wow. So this is a team that has their eyes set on the prize versus a Colts team that is just, you know, Jeff Saturday wants his name in the mix for the head coaching job next year. Don't know that's going to happen, but they're didn't, it's like they're throwing stuff to the wall and seeing what sticks. Now they're going to go with Nick Foles. It's on, a, just,
2: on any given Saturday, anything can happen.
1: <laughs> too bad this is on a Monday. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like the Chargers in this one. I'm not afraid of laying the points here. I, I just think the Colts, after losing the way they did last week, this season's done. Mm, it was already done, though. <laughs> Sunday night football, Christmas evening. So when you get what do you eat on Christmas evening? What do you have? You have a nice, like, roast or something? Ham. Get your ham?
2: It used to be that we would cook, like, turkey. And then we evolved to the point where we'd go smaller. We'd only do a turkey breast Mm. or a ham. But, you know, it's gotten to the point, and we never discussed this. It's very difficult being a professional gambler and a professional sports better as your number one source of income, the holidays because this is a very profitable time of the year, and you're so busy, and you always feel like you're behind, and you've got all these different sports going on. We're going out this Christmas Eve and this Christmas for dinner. So uh, that's—we're going to— Take a break from the kitchen because of that. <laughs> Well-deserved. Well, Sunday night, Christmas
1: night, the Cardinals and the Bucs will wrap up uh, an exciting Christmas weekend of football. Tampa Bay, seven-and-a-half-point favorites over Arizona. Fez, you have this as your two-weight. AJ has this as his one-weight.
2: Yeah, so I am on Arizona, and I should say, no, I'm not. I'm a, I'm anti-Tampa Bay. I, I get it. Tampa Bay played much better on the stats just She's. to be clear,
1: you are betting on Trace McSorley against Tom Brady. I am. Okay. Just wanted I to, wanted to make,
2: make that clear. Hey, Mr. Irrelevant just <laughs> kicked his ass. So it's 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 a okay. Um Trace McSorley can't be that much worse than Purdy. Maybe he can be. The bottom line is I'll use you know we sometimes we talk about like the rule of two, you know, we go in two points in each direction. So this spread is seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, if you had just told me, Fez, McSorley is starting for Arizona. And what's the point spread in this game? And I, I said, well, let me look at my power ratings, Scott. I have Arizona, a god-awful six and a half points below average rated in my power ratings. Congratulations to Arizona. That has you ranked 31st in the NFL, just barely ahead of Houston. And so it's hard for me to believe I've got them massively overrated given that. And if you compare them to Tampa Bay at minus a half, that's a six-point difference on a neutral. I don't know how much we're going to give Arizona for home field. They've been terrible at home. Even if I just give them one, that gets me to five, and this spread's seven and a half. This line is inflated because Tampa Bay is a division leader and desperately needs the game, and you got TB in primetime. But the spread's just too high. I understand Arizona's a dead team walking, and sometimes the hardest bets to make are some of the better bets I got my two weight on Arizona plus seven and a half.
1: You mentioned TB in primetime. Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Bucks playing at night, two and 12 against the spread. Interesting. Two and 12 ATS. Although the Cardinals are the 30th in DBOA this season, according to Football Outsiders, they are the third worst team, only ahead of the Texans and the Colts. Look ahead line here was Tampa Bay minus three. And that was already knowing that Kyler Murray wasn't at quarterback. So going from Colt McCoy to
2: Trace McSorley. Four and a half points? Is that too much? It certainly feels like it doesn't. I would say like a two-point downgrade to go from McCoy, maybe two and a half to McSurley. Past that point, I just can't justify
1: it. Yeah, pregame metrics of Arizona, the fourth worst in the NFL, so just by comparison with those stats. So uh, Tom Brady, bad ATS at night in his career and at night with the Tampa Bay Bucks especially, but this line north of a touchdown, little bit too rich for my blood. And A.J. Hoffman is on this game as well, right? It's his one weight, yes. I'm back. Fez, I was was halfway home
0: thinking about dinner, and I thought, holy cow, we forgot to do the clothes. I'm back. Hit it. There is a bronchitis bug going around. Take it low, though. Hey, let me tell you a quick story. 1995, Robert Zimmerman, a.k.a. Bob Dylan, Nobel Laureate, was playing... In Prague, it's called the Prague Miracle is what they call it. He had, Dylan's probably missed five shows in 20 years where he canceled. It doesn't matter how sick he is, he plays the show because it's a lot of money, right? To bring that crew around. All right. He was so sick, he actually called two shows, they canceled two shows in 95. Finally, they're going to keep all the nights. They just moved them. He comes out the first night he could play. He couldn't hold a guitar. He sat on a stool and sang with a, with a, just a mic in his hand. And he never does that. He always has a guitar or something, a piano. And he sang like, like so low like he was whispering. But like nothing you've ever heard before. But it's like this miracle because it's like he, this guy's been touring for, what, mm-hmm. 60 years? And the only time he ever sang like that was like, and he did the next night a little bit. And it's like, that's it. It's just one little slice in time, the prog miracle. You can do that with... Not quite, you're not gonna win the Nobel, but you can do that with your out. Hey,
2: (laughs) let's be careful out there.
0: Now that did not make me feel encouraged. If I get killed, I'm gonna blame him on the street. Talk to you next week, guys. (laughs)